This week on Out Now with Aaron and Abe, we're talking Black Panther. We're going to Wakanda to play games. Oh no. And this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, with me concurrently in the same room, a rarity is Abe. It's not really a rarity, is it? I mean, we see each other at least twice a year. That's not, that's not even <laughs> remotely true at this point. It's been like three years since we've seen you. That's not true at all. That don't, is true. Don't listen to it, Marcus. Believe the hype. Believe the hype. <laughs> <laughs> Out Now is a film podcast. Right? Don't just spoil the guests before we even get into the show. I know, I'm, not, I'm not here yet. Out Now is a film podcast <laughs> where Abe and I discuss new movies leak. We cover some various movie topics, jump into a mostly spoiler free review, then jump back to other fun movie topics. This is episode 317. 317. Another odd number. It is an odd number. It's yeah. an odd day. It, it is an odd day. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's wintertime, but it's sunny. I can't really tell what's going on. I, I heard it was raining here earlier, raining too. Earlier, yeah. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> From the audience, we have a bunch of nods. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get to let's get to the scenario we're in right now. The main feature of the week is Black Panther. Sorry, let me let me. Sorry, the record-breaking Black Panther is the movie review of the week. It, this movie we're reporting on the Sunday, where it's made a good, ridiculous amount of money. Not when enough. Not, it's, not even, it's not even done. It outgrows Justice League in its first weekend. To put things yeah. into perspective. Uh, but yeah, we're talking Black Panther, and joining us today to talk Black Panther, all in the same room, mind you, no Skype needed for this uh, this podcast mm-hmm. episode, no we Panther. have, joining us, from movie Mar- Movies Marcus, he's not he's not vegan, and he may actually feed your children to the animals, it's Marcus Robinson. What, what's up, brothers? <laughs> I'm here. I'm back. <laughs> Marcus, what is happening? How are you doing? Good, good. Thanks for inviting me. For sure. No, happy to have you in this. What's, so what's the, what's the theme today? I wonder. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm wearing black, and you're. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we are. We are talking Black Panther. Somehow, this worked out. We're all in the same room together to talk about Black Panther. It's a weird live episode because you know it's not a giant audience, but we are in the in the home of friend of the show, Tall Ken. Tall Ken, my lovely girlfriend Anna is here as well. We just it's so it's a it's a big gathering for the for the out now podcast this week. I mean, we're in somebody's home. They're just like, hey, use our home to record. We're like, okay. And they're okay with it. So, you know, thanks, Tall Ken and his wife. <laughs> Happily. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, we're, uh, we're here. We're doing this. We're going to do this, our Black Panther show now. Mm-hmm. Um, meow. And they prefer. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough meows in the movie, I'd say. Not enough. Not enough. Sequel. Sequel. Oh, yeah. Black Panther Returns. You got it. Yeah. Still meowing. Yeah, well, Michelle Pfeiffer, as Catwoman, who's in Ant-Man and the Wasp, will join the Black Panther universe. Marvel Universe joined together. Yeah, it'll... There you go. Um, we should be paid for this. For these ideas. Yeah. <laughs> this hot fire we're spinning I know that. I know that Brett Ratner is listening. Well, we probably don't want to mention Brett, Brett Ratner. Ratner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We don't want That's to talk on about that That's side. Yeah. That's Rat Pack. No. It's, it's over there. Let's... Let's get some show notes. Let's do it. Um, first up, Oscar show coming our way. Oscars are in two weeks. I know, it's point. coming up, yeah. yeah. Two weeks. Did we do a, uh, we, did, we didn't do our prediction show, right? Or do I, we? I feel like you'd remember if you did Oscar predictions. I mean, we did best of, and I was like, okay, well, anyway. No, we did our top ten list, there which is go. better than the Oscars. But we'll get to that the Oscars true. as well. We'll have a show for that. 
uh, friend of the show, Mark Hoven, will join us for that one. Uh, it, it should be a lot of fun. We'll do like a nominations special, and then we'll do like the results show immediately after the Oscars, as we've been doing for the past couple of years. That is correct. It should be a lot of fun, uh, especially if, you know, if some of our films win. That'll be nice. <laughs> Uh, I'm in a I good just sp- about to see it was the best movie of last year. I'm uh, telling you right now. That's what I'm talking I'm about. I'm in a good spot. Five of my top ten films are all up for best picture. One of them's going to win, so it's going to be fine. Shape of water. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, new commentary track. We do commentary tracks every month on the podcast. The current theme of the commentary tracks, the first three months of this year, 20 years ago, Titanic was dominating the box office, so we figured why not do films that all just flopped based on Titanic's colossal performance. So we already did Deep Rising for January. Next month we're going to do Dark City, a much better film than, Dark <laughs> than Deep Rising. Yeah. But Dark City, which should be a lot of fun to talk about. So we reported that I one. always mistake Dark City for Phantoms for whatever reason. The, the, oh, the yeah. covers really throw me off. The covers not at all the same. They're not Phantoms. the same at all. But Phantoms is like that Miramax typical Dimension yeah. Films cover where it's like, like all the like, actors of yeah. that day that are just like posing in headshots. Right. Ben and, Affleck's there. Yeah, Dark City's yeah. just like Dark like, City's like, Sewell, like this. Guy looking all sad, yeah. It's great, that's great for audio. That's great for audio right here. <laughs> what you can't see is Aaron's being pulled that's, apart in four directions. That's good fun. William Wallace style. <laughs> that's good fun. Freedom! <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that should be a lot of fun to record. We'll get that up at the end of this week at the date of this recording. Yeah. Um, what else? iTunes abuse ratings. Good to get those. Helps out the show. Helps other people find the show. If you log into iTunes, search for out now with Aaron and Abe. You can find our show. You can give us a five-star review. You can give us a star rating. It would be great. It would bump us up on the charts. We get that theoretical iTunes money that we desperately need, so we can fly <laughs> Abe down more often to get more live shows like this. Theoretical like, iTunes. Theoretical money. iTunes money. Yeah, the, the, the TIM. Yeah. Get some Tim going. Raise that Tim. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, wow, it's Tim Allen. Okay, okay, okay. come on, Mark. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Do that again. No. <laughs> um, somebody, I've fallen up a roof once already. <laughs> so yeah, let's uh, let's move on now. Let's get to some, let's get to some let's get to some know everybody. Reach if you ask each other a question or two. Try to tell them the podcast or better get to know everybody. everybody. <laughs> Come on, Marcus. He's right here. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> do it again. Do it. Okay. okay. Oh. All right, right. <laughs> know no everybody. All right. I'm I was on. doing helicopter fingers to make sure we're all the it same. It did help. Uh, I'm just mortified. It, all right. It, it helped. It's like <laughs> a metronome. I, I have a question for you guys. <laughs> yeah. this week. I spent no time thinking of this question, but I okay. but, but it, because it came to mind pretty quickly. Uh-huh. It's going to make it sound like I spent a lot of time. I didn't, because it's no everybody. It's supposed to be fun. Uh, my question is, in the theme of Black Panther, where do you think your ancestral plane would be? If you're to wake up mm. in the way that T'Challa wakes up, That's or like Killmonger a... wakes up, and they're like in the place that they call like yeah. you know a past re- reference of some kind, where would your ancestral plane be? Mm. Wow. That's a great question. I don't know. That's pretty deep, man. We're, we're asking some some solid, serious <laughs> questions here. Mine's I, probably the Seven Eleven across the street from the park up the street from my house. That's true. That's I've been to that Seven <laughs> Eleven. I was gonna say like, it's probably like some dirt field in Fresno, you know, where the farmers are. <laughs> so you know, you know, Panthers on like the roof of the Seven <laughs> Eleven. Oh, Just one? I said Panthers. Oh, Panthers! I, I did this with my hand. The audio here is great. I did this with my hands. There's multiple. It's like I'm like placing multiple Panthers. Panthers. He's placing stuff on the top shelf. There you go, there Top go. Shelf Panthers. Top Shelf Panthers. Top shelf. That's, that's our new liquor that's coming out. Top Shelf, top shelf That sounds like a great new Bravo show. Uh, so I could just wake up, I could wake up anywhere the people would come. Yeah, your answer. Wherever your spot is. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I like my living room. 
There you, there go. you go. There we go. There you go. Well, it worked for Killmonger. Yeah. There we go. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Oakland, which was definitely not Oakland because it didn't look like Oakland at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about there was street kids yeah. <laughs> playing basketball in a in a in a soapbox. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. sounds like Oakland yeah. to me. One location. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got places to be. You That's got, true. That's a, true. It's yeah. a Bond movie. You're not inside Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a view to a kill. Skyfall. Or, yeah, or, you know, Murder in the First, yeah. <laughs> San Francisco. So we got 7-Eleven, the, the dirt of Fresno. That's, that's right, yeah. Yeah, no, your living room. Got yeah. it. Done. Well, I just sat in one of those chairs, just like a big armchair over there. And just, uh, it just brought you back. As long as that's there, then I'll be good. Mm. Huh. I'll talk to it, yeah. Right. Spooky. <laughs> Theater of the mind. Just imagine, imagine what's going on. Just like Tommy Wiseau. Exactly. Stella! Now you got it. Hey, do you got a question? <laughs> I do have a question for you guys. Ryan Coogler is on a hot streak right now. If you were to ask to be directing a movie like Hot Wheels, would you say, please don't, and go back to, you know, a smaller type movie, or, you know, hey, do what you gotta do for the money? Okay, so, to, let me, I wanna break, I wanna analyze this question, yes. because yes. it was going many different directions before it you arrived at your point. But you said on a hot streak... And so, like, I guess your your frame of your your <laughs> your consciousness was like hot streak, big movies, hot, hot wheels. wheels. Uh, it's like the gen- speed in a way. Like the general choice seems to be like Akira. That seems to be like the go to for like directors. Don't they already successful. have it? Well, they're making it now. Yeah, it's probably gonna suck because it's Akira. Like, yeah. I need to make a live action Akira yeah. movie because that's worked out so well. For it's Joker, really tough to make. It, yeah, it's really tough to make. But so, an Akira so, so okay, so you said Hot Wheels because you said hot as an ones, example, as an example. Yeah. But you're you're saying like basically, big, if you were if you were, he's like gonna, gonna be offered. Yeah, he's gonna be offered probably offer another huge franchise, right? And say like, hey, by the way, you know, we're gonna offer you like hundred million dollars to direct this movie. Transformers. And it, yeah, it's gonna be something like, hey, is Ryan Coogler? You know, you're you're. Your blood is on the page of everything that you write, and, you're, and it's on every scene that you direct. Right. So it's like, if you did it for the money, I wouldn't be mad, but at the same time, it's like, it kind of, it's going to dip from Cre- from Fruitvale Station, Creed, and then also uh, yeah, Black Panther yeah. here. Well, what I think is interesting is, I mean, the, well, you know, but I feel like we probably all like this movie at the very least, so I'll, I'll start there. Uh, Don't tell me what you like. And, but, but, but in saying that, I feel like we're... By saying that, I mean, we're all probably pretty confident in what Cougar can seem to accomplish, right. regardless of the scale of the film. Um, I wouldn't necessarily expect him to go back to, you know, some Sundance joint like Fruitvale Station that's going to get him all kinds of play yeah. as far as, like, indie cred and whatnot, because he doesn't really need it at this point. And so he could easily go on to Black Panther 2, presumably, or something else that still main, you know, still holds on to what his voice is. Because we'll get to it, but I do think that Black Panther very much has personality intact. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that too. Because that's very much part, something that makes. I, I think yeah. it's very much something that makes that film successful. Yeah. So, him going on to another giant project, would it be nice to see him like, hey, let's try scaling things, but let's let me do like a one for me, like, hey, let's make something that's more personal that I can put out first before I go back to like franchise land. Right. I don't know if it really matters because mm-hmm. only only three films, sure, but those three films. All seem to be pretty, pretty. They're all, they're all successful yeah. in a variety of ways, including maintaining the director's vision. Right. Uh, the the counter example I can offer is Colin Trevorrow, who made who went safety not guaranteed, then makes Jurassic World, which is ginormous, right. and then goes back to make another little personal Book of Henry. Film in between right. a Star Wars film. Book of Henry did not pan out well. In Star Wars, he's not directing anymore. So okay. it's like I don't know if making a smaller film is like the way to go. Ar- arguably, got him kicked off of uh, Star Wars. It probably didn't help yeah. that way. So it's like. That's a, that's a good answer. That is a good answer, Marcus. That is kind of 
stole my thunder. <laughs> but yeah, I think it wouldn't even matter. I think he infuses himself into anything he puts in. Even if it would be a, uh, a Transformers movie, it would be... It would be a black first Transformers movie. It would be nice to see a a, a Transformers movie that doesn't have Michael Bay's his brand of what other cultures. Yeah, I mean, you know, those those racist little speed robots in Part Two were, were, you know, typical of a lot more thought into pre-production. Oh, okay. As far as uh, I mean, they had they had girls, Marcus. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Really spoke to me. But yeah, yeah. Duly noted. All right, all right. Well, let's get to our poll. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I know we got the poll. Each week we do. I've been doing a poll lately um, for our numbered episodes, especially uh, where I put two movies against each other. Uh, when I say that, that means you can click either one or the other, as in which one you choose to save, and the other one gets erased from existence completely. Oh, these are tough questions. I know. Well, I try to make it as, as hard as possible. So when you choose one, the other one not only goes away, but like the director's career changes, the actor's career changes, like everything about history changes, no pop culture association because the movie doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, I made this one a little tricky. Uh, because in honor of Black Panther, I figured, why not choose another successful, you know, black superhero movie? Yeah. And believe me, there are some. The news seem to have forgotten that there were successful black superheroes. Blade? Movies, but there's a whole franchise Blade 2? Blade, Blade yes. 3? <laughs> Which is exactly so what I put up here. Blade yeah. versus Blade 2. Okay. Uh, Blade, the 1998 film with Wesley Snipes, directed by Stephen Norrington, versus right. Guillermo del Toro's Blade 2. Right. Also starring Wesley Snipes, of course. Um, the results here are 40% to 60%. So clearly there's a... I mean, not by much, but... Uh, Relatively speaking, but Blade Two won out, right. uh, probably because it's. I've had to guess. One, I think it's a better movie, but also Guillermo del Toro is, is the director too. on that right. one. What, what, what would you choose in this yes, uh, scenario? I, I'd agree totally, one hundred percent with that. Totally agree with that too. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Blade Two. Blade yeah. Two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. That's two hundred percent you have here in the yeah. room. <laughs> well, it's three hundred percent because I chose Blade Two. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's all for that Steven Dorff. That's that's Blade One. Oh no, who's in Blade Two? Blade Two is the same guy that plays the villain in Hellboy Two. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're blinking. All right, okay. Moving I'm on. trying to think of the name. It's like Luke, Lucas, Luke something. Lucas. Just the first Yeah. Yes. Yes. Him. Yep. That guy. Okay. <laughs> I'm a fan of his work. Yeah, Luke Goss. Luke Goss. Yeah, there there you go. Go. all right. <laughs> Big fan of his work. Yeah. Well, you got Luke Goss. You got Ron Perlman. Uh, you got Donnie Yen. Yeah. And there's a lot of people in Blade too. Yeah, you have young um, Norman Reedus from Walking Dead. Oh, he's wow, really? Yeah, he's like these little. Before they get Whistler back, he's like yeah. his new side that sidekick. Huh. There's a lot of people in Blade too. Hero Del Toro. He gets a cast. He gets a cast. <clears throat> but uh, I'm curious. What, what happened if you erase like the first Blade and you'll get Blade Two for one thing? But you don't get Wesley Snipes doing his thing. I mean, you still get Passenger 57. Wait, yeah. <laughs> Mark is just like, I, why did I come here? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, if, you're race, if you're race Blade 1, yeah, you, you arguably don't get Blade 2, but at the same time... You, you, don't, s- you don't get Blade 2. So Blade, so like, okay, so Blade happens. But wh- it's successful, it, ex- but then yeah. like, there's no sequel made? I was going to say, yeah, it basically <laughs> you it just happens... Blade 3? But you can't do Well, I don't know. I, I don't think you because it's called Blade Trinity. It wouldn't make any sense. Well, they <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying if you Blade if double you, Lily. <laughs> anyway, I, I think that you still just make Blade Two, but in the in the year that you make the first Blade in the year that you made Blade Two, and then it just becomes the the start of it. That's how it goes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
I can see that. That's pretty good. We're going to DeLorean the shit out of okay, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's rev it up. <laughs> 88 Come miles! Come on, rev it up. Let's go. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Yeah. <laughs> sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely sunglasses. That's a big thing. All right. That's the poll question. That's how you play. Yeah, no, everybody. <laughs> Helicopter arm. Yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on. Let's get out of these. Do you each of you know that there's a reason we do it. Wow, watching it live. I'm just going to tell everybody. Watching it live is something to behold. It's an art form. It's way better. I know. <laughs> what can oh, I say? man. It's an art form. Doing yeah. it for six years now. Just been practicing TM. Trying to keep up, you know. Just watching that go down It's, it's year seven in March. <laughs> you think you asked where Bus Rhymes learned his craft. I'm That's pointing right over to here to Aaron. Twista? Yeah. <laughs> Twist it? Yeah. Aaron's not from the Midwest, though. Okay. <laughs> Who wins that Buster Rhymes, uh, Morgan Freeman, Doritos Mountain Dew commercial? Is it Peter Dinklage or Morgan Freeman? I gotta, I gotta go with Morgan Freeman, man. Like Peter. You, Peter Dinklage, it's more complicated. He had the Missy Elliott! But Buster Rhymes is more complicated. Yeah, but you could just like... Blah, blah, blah. He, I was watching his mouth. Yeah, man. When, when, <laughs> when, when Missy Elliott came out, I was like, Oh, snap! <laughs> Missy Elliott and Morgan Freeman! <laughs> I would have never expected that. It gets like a stature, like like win, I guess. But Peter Dinklage is doing Buster Ryan. It right? was like, it was not, pretty that's cool. Not, that's not easy. Yeah, yeah. I like agree. when you see like, and also I'm more ready to try that chip than I am to try that soda. Yeah, that so. probably helps too. Yeah. <laughs> when I see things like, like Daniel Radcliffe going on talk shows, like I love raps, guys, and he does his like he does hey, his ABC raps. He does or whatever his, he, well, yeah, he does like yeah. uh, what's it, Del uh, Del Taco. Um, is it Del Fielso? No, is it Del Funky? I'm gonna see Regardless, mm. he does his raps. And he's like, "That's great." I don't see you doing a Buster Rhymes. Like, right, that's, right. that's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it's really tough. I can't even do it. Peter Dinklage comes out. He's like, "All right." <laughs> he's got no problem with it. Yeah. Probably one take. Yeah, I mean, he is a, he is a really great actor, so I wouldn't be surprised. He practiced it like over and over and over. No, again. it's just because he's selfish. He doesn't have time for anybody. It's like I'll do if you one, and I'm out I mean, of here. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised by that either. You want a bag of the chips? No, thank you. Although he, <laughs> seems, although he seems like a really nice guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't know cookies. Abe, yeah. what have you seen recently? Men in Black. It's on. It's, oh, yeah. On, yeah, it's on Netflix, and really I was like, I, I, <laughs> "Well, Men in Black is also." Uh, there's also just one throwaway scene that's my favorite scene is when after they come out of Jeeves' spot, and the the two tandem bike riders are riding on their on their glow in the dark bike, and I was like, "That's my favorite scene of Men in Black." Just Always. It's nice. And they did the little ring of the bell. Ring, ring. That's the one good part of Men in Black too. There's a couple good parts. Of Men in Black. It's a terrible movie, but there's a couple good parts. But that's what you didn't it. like when his daughter was an alien and also half black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking. I was thinking about Men in Black because I was thinking about Men in Black Three. I got in a whole circle, and then I was thinking about Two, and I was like, Two might be one of the most disappointing movies I ever saw in a theater. That's a great question for our audience. Because we should ask them next time. I, yeah, well, it's like, I What's think a movie that I was disappointed in, like, Die Hard, fought, Live, what is it? The, the live, Die, Repeat? Oh, no, no, no. That's a great movie. Die, so, the one with Jack Courtney? A good, yeah, A Good, a good day, day to, to Die, die Hard. Yeah. That's right. That, like, that was pretty that deflating. Was, uh, I didn't really have many expectations for it. I had some expectations for it, but... It's it, Jack Yeah, sure, but what I think... <laughs> but in a speaking I, role. But when I think back on it, it's like, Will Smith is very consistent. Um, where you know, Bruce Willis is hit or miss. I'd like to think that with his key character, he would have been more hit that time around. But like Will Smith, I'm in and black too. It's like, what happened here? <laughs> he probably had a lot of going on in his life. Wild Wild, Wild West is going on. <laughs> Maybe post Wild Wild West. Well, it's why Men in Black. It, it helped in Black Three. Men in Black Three is legit good, but it's also it's so much surprisingly better. good. It's, it was surprising, but it's so yeah. much better than Men in Black too. Yeah. Anyway, watch Men in Black. My first introduction to Michael Silberg was Men in Black 3. I had never seen, like, a serious man or anything. He hadn't seen a serious man at that point. I was like, oh, there's you. I was like, this guy's really good. (laughs) (laughs) 
It is a good part for him. He's good. He is yeah. good. I believe this guy to be like really whimsical. So you watch Men in Black. I watch Men in Black. It's weird that like when I want to watch Men in Black, I'm like, all right, I can watch both of these. It's I don't watch two. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also like the, the slight humor from from uh, 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 Tommy, Jones? Tommy Lee Jones is is fantastic. Oh, the deadpan's great. I mean, that's yeah. a great. That's a great match. Just like you know when he when he's saying, "Hey, these are the twins," and this is like, blah, blah, and Bob. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> he keeps a straight face through all this. You know, I'm Agent whatever, and this is Agent White. No, what he, no, he says, I'm Agent Manheim, and this is Agent Black. Yeah. <laughs> Will is just like... Anyway, there's a lot of great physical comedy in that movie, and also just... It, it, I liked up who the writer was. I'm like, this guy wrote some movies that weren't great. Ken Solomon or something like that? I think it's but Ed Solomon. I think it's... Uh... Some some from, Solomon. No, for Ed Solomon from uh, Bill and Ted. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 also. Uh, I think he's like crafting up a story for the new one. They keep saying that. They yeah. keep threatening us. With threatening us. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Marcus, what have you been watching recently? Hmm, uh, I saw. Oh, and a little bit of a tambourine. I didn't finish it. Oh, oh yeah, Chris okay, that's what I was going to okay, say. There you go. Tambourine. Segway. <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> we're we're really you know, Wonder Twins. Hey, uh, uh, yeah. So I saw uh, tambourine. Uh, Chris Rock's new stand-up on Netflix. His first in like 10 years. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was funny. He talks a lot about his divorce, which he, he really gets into it. Like yeah. the second half. Yeah, the second half. very personal. I haven't gotten there yet. But, okay, so spoiler. It gets very personal. Gets very oh, personal. no. <laughs> Chris Rock is divorced? But it, yeah. it kind of, <laughs> you know what? All the way through, it kind of reminded me how great Bigger and Blacker was. Uh-huh. Yeah. And even some of the jokes in there, I was like, well... This joke has kind of been done better by former you, yeah. you ten years ago. So yeah, it, it's good. It's not as great as the. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would say it's as like oh, you know, the Chappelle the ones. The Chappelle ones were amazing. The the those ones were amazing, but yeah, four oh. of them. I know. Yeah. The last one. The last one was my favorite. The last one. Well, was like super intimate. He's just super like just yeah. sitting down on a yeah. chair. Mm-hmm. So like, let me tell you some stories. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was. My favorite. <laughs> well, let Uncle let Uncle Chappelle tell you some <laughs> stories right now. But yeah, uh, Tambourine, new Chris Rock. It's good. It's it's. If you've seen his past stuff, then maybe you won't like it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if, if this is your first introduction in Chris Rock, it's funny. Yeah. It's good. Maybe the best thing I've seen in the last 24 hours, though, is that Victor Oladipo put the, uh, with Black the Black mask, mask on? on to do the dunk contest. He's still lost. And he's still lost. But <laughs> Wait, that's what I'm saying. There's the dunk contest? Yeah. <laughs> that happens? Tonight's the All-Star game, uh, so you can get yeah. that. That's boring. <laughs> They're not dunking in the All-Star game. <laughs> Team Curry! He put the Chadwick Boseman gave him... I know. The Black Panther, and he put it oh, on. Oh, he went for a cameo? And he went for that star bonus? And he still lost. Yeah. But that's the best thing I've seen in the last 24 hours. Wow. Well, there you go. Wow. <laughs> uh, I've seen a few things. I was going to mention Tambourine, which I saw. Oh, okay. So I have the same thoughts. Yeah, it's not like his best special. Right. It's nice to see. I mean, it's been 10 years since I saw the last Chris Rock special. So I was like, oh, new Chris Rock Still super talented. He comes out shooting, too. Right. Literally. Yeah. yeah. It's just, there's, he's got some good material for sure. But yeah, the way he makes himself vulnerable, I think, is certainly right. admirable for like a stand-up like that. It's not a super huge venue, right. um, It's but it's still you know fairly big. But no, it's it's an interesting direction for him to go, mm-hmm. already being such a successful stand-up comedian. Yeah. Um, Let's see, I saw this uh, last week that I was going to mention this week is Early Man. Yeah, oh, okay. The new Aardman animation yeah, yeah. film uh, from the team that brought you Wallace and Gromit, that whole series, Nick Park, director. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. Uh, it's not as strong, I would say, as the Wallace and Gromit series 
or probably chicken. I haven't seen Chicken Run in a while, but uh, but uh, Chicken I, Run's pretty funny. It, yeah, I yeah. recall it being pretty funny. It's, it's better than uh, what's the one with like Hugh Jackman being a rat? Pirates. No, 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 no you're not the that, flushed away. Flushed yeah, flushed away. away. I was yeah. just the last one. Pirates is also funny. funny. Pirates is also funny. <laughs> I was, yeah. I, I'd say it's like it's being great. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I'd say it's probably on the, about the same level as Pirates, okay. depending. You know, but yeah. it's I mean it's Ardman stuff. So like the the claim the, the stop motion claymation animation it just looks great like it's always neat to see that kind of format you know seeing like the Leica stuff over the past few years yeah which is you know (laughs) continuously great still great Um, it is neat to see that his specific style pulled into a film the humor is you know it's charming it's charming British humor um, it's actually a sports movie. <laughs> I would never have guessed that. Yeah, like, going into it, it's like, all right, it's his caveman movie. And yeah. Like, it could be, like, a parody on caveman-type movies. Or Probably whatever. way better than a Geico commercial turned into a TV show on ABC. I'd imagine. Called yeah. Caveman? Yeah, starring Nick Kroll. Was it? <laughs> yes. Really? Yeah. Oh. I didn't that's even right, know that. Right. You wouldn't know that because nobody watched that no, show that's ever. That's right, yeah. That's, that's why. Well, also, why would you even start up a, a TV Kroll's show? Nick Kroll's going to be in that... Uh, that what, uh, the, the Kyrie Irving movie? Kyrie Irving movie, which was uh, Uncle. What, what was the commercial that it came out of? Uh, it came out of it, it came out of web, the, it was a web series. Yeah, it came out of like Pepsi and and pe- you know Pepsi, just Pepsi, Nike. Pepsi. Yeah, something like, like that. Yeah. What's that movie called? What's it called? Uh, like whatever. Uncle, Uncle Drew. Yeah, I can't believe that they made a movie out of that. You man. This? I watched that trailer. It doesn't look half bad. I watched the trailer and I was just like, yeah, cool. It's cool to see Kyrie doing basketball it moves. Looks like but, they have one real kind of comedic actor pulling just. Keeping everybody in line, yeah. well, like, which is like little little Ray. Yeah. yeah. What what doesn't hurt probably is I don't watch basketball, so I'm not as familiar with the people. Yeah. It's like Shaq, obviously. <laughs> like I'm not as familiar <laughs> with the people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not as familiar with like you know what kind of things are pl- like kind of tropes are playing. Against no, you. I got you. Just, like, a bunch it, it, there's there's not a whole lot of tropes that I saw. In the, it, it's just more like why make, would this happen? Yeah. <laughs> Who could live I mean, this? For what it is, you got little Laura Howery. Looks like an easy. It's gotta be better than sports movie. I mean, if it's like Mike, then okay. If it's like Mike, if it's like like Mike, <laughs> if it's like like Mike. <laughs> anyway, early man, it's solid. It's a okay. in a mirror that's already given us Paddington Two and the surprisingly pretty good Peter Rabbit. Early man is a good surprisingly addition. good. Yeah, early man is a good like addition to hey, families can go see these movies right now after they go see Black Panther. Um, <laughs> and I saw a couple other things. You weren't here last week. I wasn't. Neither was I because we're doing this in an entirely different location. But you weren't on the show last week. That was that, and but so you didn't get to hear uh, that we had our um, our um, what was coming out on Blu-ray. Uh, mm-hmm. What was coming out on Blu-ray was the Criterion Collection editions of Night of the Living Dead and Silence of the Lambs. Um, oh, one of one of my favorite movies. Yes, I was one of my favorite movies. Yeah, two fantastic films. They got new, brand new Criterion Blu-ray releases with brand new 4K transfers. Yeah, it, they look. I watched both of them this week. I watched Night of the Living Dead twice. Um, they look, there's a work right this way. Um, they look fantastic. Wow. In addition to these being just great movies that if you haven't seen for some reason, you should definitely go and see. I don't think in particular right now is continually relevant. <laughs> yeah. What that movie's doing, even if it was unintentional at the time, but having a black male lead right. in, a, right. in a zombie film. And <laughs> you know, his, his, the ending is just like kind of really And it's such a downer. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's like if, you, if you're going to watch like, the three movies that you know hit these times and make you feel something about the black experience in America right now. You can watch Night of the Living Dead, Get Out, and Black Panther, and they've been progressively more and more positive. Right? Um, <laughs> right? That's really yeah. perfect. Yeah. But yeah, it's for a movie that I've seen tons of times on VHS, DVD, <clears throat> just randomly. It's Night of the Living Dead has never looked better than it does right now. Okay. It's such a great thing to see. Um, Silence of the Lambs also looks amazing, and it's still just such a great thriller. It's a great oh, movie. Yeah. 
Anytime oh, okay. that anytime you're that it's a big on. Fan of Lambs, are you not? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 that's a criteria collection that you did pick up. I uh, made a mental note <laughs> whenever <laughs> you said <laughs> <laughs> it. It is a terrific film. So sure. But it's like Amazon Prime. Yeah. Anytime that it's on, I will I will end up watching it. Yeah. But yeah, I I am a collector of the Criterions. I get to review them, which is great. But like having these two movies is such a like that's a great those are great additions to this to uh, my collection. But also just the kind of the fact that people can get these now and they can see these classic movies that just look amazing have tons of tons of special features on that. But yeah, no, it was great to revisit them for sure. Glad. All right, that was enough cookies. Yeah. Let's move on now. Let's get done now. Uh, let's get a trailer talk. We talked about some of the newest movie trailers of the week. I, I got it. <laughs> I got it. I was waiting. I got it. I was waiting. Talk about some of the movies, movie trailers of the week, what we thought of them when they're coming out, what have you. We have two here, two leftovers from Super Bowl a couple weeks ago. Um, because there were a lot of trailers that came out during the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, but let's get to the first one. It is Mission, colon, Impossible, Dash, Fallout, all of those things. Thank you. Um, it, <laughs> it is the upcoming Mission Impossible film. It is the sixth. Mission Impossible film featuring the first time return of a director, Christopher McQuarrie, directed the last film, Rogue Nation. He's been directing Tom Cruise a lot in his... He's been working with Cruise Control a lot for the past few years. Cruise Control. Uh, So now we have Fallout, which is pretty vague on the plot. I mean, it seems like Ethan Hunt is once again going rogue. <laughs> it's pretty much the, the standard. Henry Cavill's there. Well, with it his seems mustache. like it, yeah, but it seems like it still picks up from the storyline of yeah, the last no, that's, one. Yeah, that's the thing. Yes, of like, three. hey, by the way, your your team is like yeah. we're still not sure if we want to fund your team. We still think the guys should well, be. Well, since Mission Impossible Three, it's had this kind of. It seems like there's been a continuing a continuity's been established. Ving Rhames? Yeah, well, Ving Rhames been all of them. Yeah, but like I mean, having like the wife in the three, <laughs> right? And, like having, Michelle Monaghan, and yeah, and having Simon Pegg and all of them. Yeah. And this time you even have um, <clears throat> what's his face. Alec Baldwin's coming back. It's the first time they have right. like a returning director type character. That's He's true. Like, it's been like it was Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins in part was, two. It was uh, Lawrence Fishburne uh, in part three. In part three. Who's part one? I guess it was John Voight. Part one was the bad guy. No, it wasn't John Voight. Because oh. Ethan was working. We got, we'll go over all this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was working for John Voight because John Voight was Tom was Phelps, Jim yep. Phelps, and then yep. he turned bad. Right. Uh, but it was um, it was the bad guy. It was just a guy that thought that Tom Cruise. Yeah, was yeah. The bad it was one. the guy in the restaurant. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, I know his name. He's in a lot of nineties. I know. I've seen him a lot too. I can see his face. Yeah. Uh, regardless, um, yeah. Now we have Alec Baldwin back. Anyway, regardless, this yeah, movie yeah. looks insane. This was my favorite trailer of the Super Bowl. Right. It had everything I wanted in a Mission Impossible movie. Everything I wanted in a trailer for an upcoming blockbuster mm-hmm. that I'm looking forward to. Marcus, what do you think of the trailer? You know, I agree totally. And they even have a speech inside, which kind of uh, uh, pushes. It, it, it basically says, "What more? How long can we go with this? How long can we?" It's like kind of very knowing that. We're kind of seeing the same stuff, and we're kind of... He's still going rogue, and all this stuff. It, 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 it seems like they have a, a, a good control over this mm-hmm. this franchise, and I really don't get sick of seeing uh, 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 Tom Cruise do his own stunts, and I don't. I, I really want to see what happens when they do when they have that head-on collision at the end. <laughs> I, I, I really don't get sick of it. I, I thought I would be sick of it by now, but no. Hey, how about you? Hey man, anytime that Tom Cruise is running for real, I'm in for it. You know, also, that's what I'm saying. Also, I mean, the Mission Impossible series has has progressively gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the first one's actually really good. I, the first I, one was really I, like a new like like, spy I, thriller. I champion all, all these, even and, two. And like, I love, the yeah, one, I love John Wu. Fun. <laughs> I, remember, I remember like when it came out, I loved John Wu, and I was like, hey, we should go watch Mission Impossible too. My, my brother-in-law was like, 
maybe we should go watch Dinosaur instead. And I was like, no, Mission Impossible 2. And I was like, this is a terrible movie, but I love it. Yeah. Unlimited bullets, John Woo style, doves, come on. But yeah, <laughs> as, as again, as the series progresses, I like, it's like, I like oh. the idea of like, like, like 11, 12 year old Abe is like, dude, did you see the doves eventually? <laughs> well, you know, you grew up watching these Hong Kong action movies, and you're like, yeah. oh, that's a that's a definitely John Woo touch. I mean, it happens even in Face Off when he's a when he's going to be cast. Yeah, it happens yeah. even in Paycheck. Does it? There's Does no it reason for a do- yeah. There's, there is no reason for Dubs to be in like some <laughs> scientific research center that Ben Affleck's running away from Aaron Eckhart in. Does but it, somehow there is a Dub that appears. Does it happen in Broken Arrow? I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. Uh, I that's on, that's been on our commentary list for is a it? long okay. time too. I don't. There's 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 wildlife. Somebody will somebody will. Because <laughs> tomorrow, like a nuke goes life. off underground, and like Christian Slater is talking to. When Anthem Mathis, he's like, well, yeah, but the nuke went out. He's like, it's okay. The birds are alive. If they were dead, then we've been dead. Like, I don't think it's doves. Anyhow, so I'm excited for this. And again, it, it seems as though they're trying to transition this series off to somebody. It used to be Jeremy Renner, and now it might yeah, be Henry Cavill. I don't but think they're like, transitioning. I, I think they're just like, we got to keep finding people to be in these movies. Also, Henry Cavill looks way more like dope in this than he did in Man from Uncle and also from Justice League. It's, I mean, he was all prim and proper, man. What I liked about Man from Uncle yeah. um, is that he. I like his sense of humor. Well, yeah, no, he's funny. He's him and Army Hammer are both like, yeah. but what I like about my uncle is that he's so like built because of the Superman weight, yeah, so he's just like, he just seems His awkward and walking weird. around like the nicest suits like ever, but he's like just like, so bulky yeah. and he has all this Superman weight on He's him. like Michael Clark Duncan in like, in like uh, Sin City or something like that. Or Daredevil, where he's Kingpin, where he's wearing like, super fancy suits. <laughs> Uh, but no, Henry Cow, yeah, he's got the, he's, he's got to have that mustache that he wasn't allowed to shave off. I know. And it was clearly worth it. <laughs> it, I mean, we'll have to see. Maybe the mustache has a hey, gun in it. Or based based off, the, off the, 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 the True Lies inspired bathroom brawl in this trailer, looks right. like it's pretty. I mean, he, he's he's shaking his arms off. He's getting again to fight. Yeah, but no, I'm, I'm super looking forward to Fallout. I mean, there's no reason for me not to. You got McCoy right. directing Cruz. Cruz is doing his thing. You got a great cast here. It opens July 27th. Hmm. So there you go. Um, what else? Uh, skyscraper is the other trailer we want to talk. I definitely want to talk about. This yeah. is the new Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne, sorry, Wayne the Deacon of the Rock Johnson film. Um, when when we saw when Aaron saw this trailer, he texted me, "He's got a fake leg." <laughs> <laughs> And like three exclamation marks, and I was like, "Well, because I told so I, I can't I told believe you that The Rock has a movie coming out where it's like it's him doing a Die Hard in the yeah, of Square Square Square. But I was like, "Well, how do you mix that up? They use it at the end. It's like a, a focal point. Yeah. They just don't forget. I hadn't it. seen the trailer yet, and then the first thing I thought it was that Simpsons episode where like the the kicker on that Springfield uh, football team has to like make the field goal. Okay, and like his leg breaks off, so it kicks it twice. <laughs> yeah, they have, so we have skyscraper. It's yeah. a new summer action." Movie from Dwayne the Rock. It's technically original. I mean, it's it's uh, it's Die Hard in a building. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's got a fake leg. Nobody's done that before. Leg, yeah. much, much like the original Die Hard. <laughs> it's from director. Oh, Ross. Oh, oh, I've got a fake leg now. <laughs> <laughs> it's from director Ross and Marshall Thurber. Okay. Um, he did Central Intelligence with 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 uh, Rock and of course Marcus's yeah, favorite Kevin yeah, Hart. That's the most keep mundane the, Kevin Hart, though. I actually like that Kevin Hart, where he's like playing the straight well, man. Well, because he's straight man. Yeah. Yeah. Keep Kevin Hart out of my Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm sure he'll play like I'm, I'm sure he'll play the limousine driver that picks up the picture of the Air Force. His name is going to be Gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's true? Yeah, be, oh. Then we should really be writing Hollywood movies. <laughs> oh, oh, man. But yeah, no, we got Sky Okay, so he has a, like it's basically a combination of like of Die Hard, Towering Inferno. And like the fugitive, right? Uh, and I, I'm all about seeing this. Movie. Yeah, <laughs> it looks fantastic. Yeah. Like the rock. I, 
I can't imagine it being super serious. Um, <laughs> in, ter- I. in terms of like t- maybe like self serious as far as how seriously the Rock is taking it, but as far as the way the the action plays out, in the it's got to be better than the what was that San, San Andreas? Well, see, he's following up San Andreas with that same director for Rampage, which comes out like a couple months earlier in April. There's so many Rock movies. Yeah. Rock's busy. And the he's Rock got like four busy. TV shows. I know. Is like, he still doing Ballers? And he's, and he's, yeah, he's doing Ballers. And he's, <laughs> he's doing a run for president. He's probably delivering like he's still doing WrestleMania too, right? He's like oh, recording he's like all these. It's WrestleMania. He's probably yeah. recording commentaries for Jumanji. Like he's, he's probably <laughs> making a rap album like Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get a video game called Rock Fu. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be his agent. <laughs> yeah, he's got a fake leg. <laughs> that's that's the biggest selling point. That's it's like I want to see what happens. It kind of is though, because like well, he's gonna he's gonna jump from like a train. giant crane yeah. into like the bur- the Burj Khalifa <laughs> with his like fake he's, leg. <laughs> he's doing a lot of uh, running with yeah. his fake leg. He it's saving his life. It's in gonna save it's gonna save his daughter's life. It's gonna save his daughter's life. Yeah, that's how you do it. Anyway, yeah. when, when's that come out? It opens uh, July thirteenth. Perfect. A That's going to be a tough... cameo from Demi Lovato. <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> anyway, so All right. On. It's this what's this crazy July right now because you have skyscraper. It's, they, a, it's they, a crazy year. What well, it is, but yeah. they just moved um, Denzel's boot and Equalizer Two still equalizing. <laughs> there's a two. There's a you know, negative. It's his first. Should, it's his first sequel. You should ever. have said Denzel's first sequel. Of Anton Fuqua and him got back together. Like you know what? Oh, that Home Depot. <laughs> Home Depot that kills guys is pretty good. You should do that again. Yeah. And so we're making another, and that comes out the week it after should have been Skyscraper. Called, it should have been called The Equalizer, The Assassin's. We don't know what it's called yet, so I assume it will be yeah. amazing. <laughs> um, but we have Skyscraper, that. Wait, we don't know Mission what it's Impossible. called yet, but we know it's coming I mean, out. It's, we know it's coming out, yeah. Okay. We don't know what Deadpool's coming out, or called yet, but we know when it's coming out. That's true. We don't know. There's no idea what it's called. I like to think it's called Untitled Deadpool sequel, but you know, I never get. That'd be great if they just left it there. I never get. I I would not. Yeah, I would not. I still remember when I wanted Bridges Five to be Untitled Steven Spielberg Cold War thriller. That would be awesome. Yeah, but then you know we couldn't make those Bridges Five jokes. Like he was on those, he was on those, he was on those bridge with those spies. Yeah, we'd have to be like Untitled Steven Spielberg's Cold War movie. I'm sure the jokes would write. It's why Mark Rylance won that Oscar. He wore that hat. He wore that, and it was for that three minute single take. Yeah. All right. Let's. So we did the trailers. Yes. Let's move on. Let's get to our main film review for Black Panther. I've seen men build weapons that I couldn't even imagine. Uh huh. I've seen aliens drop from the sky. Yeah. But I have never seen anything like this. How much more are you hiding? Hola. Let's go, go, go. Uh. We are home. My son, it is your time. Show me my respect and bow down. You get to decide what kind of king you are going to be. Don't freeze. I never freeze. That should have been some of the trailer for Black Panther. This is the 18th release in the MCU, the final building block before Avengers Infinity War, and most importantly, the first film in this series featuring a black lead, let alone a very black ensemble cast, Chadwick Boseman returns as T'Challa, the new king of Wakanda, an advanced but secret African nation, 
while dealing with his ritual, pushing him into the position and taking care of some unfinished business involving a one-armed arms dealer, that's fun to say, um, <laughs> a Wakandan outcast of sorts, known in some circles as Killmonger, works his way, work, works to make his own play at taking the throne. This is the third film from Ryan Coogler. Marcus, do you feel Black Panther lives up to what cred Coogler's built up so far? Oh, yeah. De- most definitely. And, and, and we're going to get to talking about the script, which is great, and the ensemble cast, which is great, and his direction, which is great. But what I think he really brings to this is the same thing he brings to Creed. He makes it, for lack of a better term, a black movie first and a Rocky movie second. A black movie first and a superhero movie second. He really, really focuses on African-American culture and African culture, which I loved. I loved that about this movie. Um... Now, there's nothing wrong with the whole get in the suit, do your thing, whatever. But I think the way he's he's point the direction he's pointing this movie into, the the direction he pointed this movie into, really, really made a difference. Really brought is going to bring more people to the table. It did the same thing that when I saw Get Out last year, it did the same thing for me that Get Out did last year. It really brought something new to the horror genre. This really brought something new and fresh to the superhero genre, which I know for some people were becoming more of a, a, a mishmash. A, 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 kind of a sameness. The sameness. Um, even though I like them, even though yeah. you know I, I really enjoy uh, Spider-Man, even though I really enjoy Thor, this was different. This did to me what I guess you could say Deadpool. Did. It was something different. Mm-hmm. It was something unexpected. Mm-hmm. Even though all the hype should have been, you know, we should have been expecting it. This it was so much more. It than delivers that. on that hype. Yes, and more. Abe, you've been a, we've been a fan of uh, of Cuckoo's Rise. We have been a fan of Cuckoo's Rise. I haven't seen From Real Station, by the way. You should you should get on that. I well, should. I think it's still streaming on that. You haven't seen right it. Now. I haven't. Every time I every time I read the Bart, I'm just oh, like, uh, oh, oh it's man, eighty minutes. You're the only one. That's true. <laughs> it's, I know. it's like it's like Ida. You could we could watch it on the way over here. <laughs> I could have actually. <laughs> I could have finished a lot of it. <laughs> I'm the credits. I really like Black Panther a lot, and I, I think I agree with Marcus in terms of the themes that it's presenting. You know, at first I thought, okay, well, it's going to be a Marvel superhero movie. It's going to be reined in by the Marvel guys, um, and I'm surprised. I was surprised by how deep it went with some of the themes. Uh, although I, I would say that. I wish that they explored some of it a little bit further, but uh, we'll talk about that. The other things I really appreciated are that it's it's not really about Black Panther and T'Challa per se. It's kind of like well, about Wakanda. Yeah, yeah, it's about Wakanda and about all these other. I found I found all these other characters, side characters, whatever you want to call them, a little bit way more interesting than I found T'Challa, and that's mostly because he's got to go on his spiritual journey. But at the same time, um, I'm kind of just really immersed in this whole entire uh, world that I'm put in. The thing that I really liked, and um, something that we discussed a little bit earlier in the podcast, was that this is actually written by Ryan Coogler as well, and his writing partner, mm-hmm. um, I forget, Joe something? Joe Robert Cole. Joe Robert Cole. And so this is kind of what I was talking about when we were talking about uh, Guardians 2, is that I liked the movie, and I liked it, but it didn't have that Taika Waititi you know, heart, because it wasn't the written Ragnarok, by... Ragnarok. Ragnarok, yeah. Because Taika Waititi, he generally has like, okay, well, it's a funny story, and then it has like this really serious... like plot point in which I want to like have some some uh, uh, further discussion about whether it's like uh, fatherhood or whether it's yeah. about uh, I don't know other Taika Waititi well, <laughs> New Zealand Ragnarok things. discussion but yeah I would say I, I do think there's Waititi in that movie there but is. it is yeah. 
it is kind of balancing more right. than Black Panther seems to with traditional Marvel right. stuff. Yeah. And so for this one, it certainly feels as though they, they balance out the superhero nature of it. Actually, I was actually really just not even interested in the superhero part of it. I was actually just more interested in their journeys and, and uh, adventures being either a spy or being uh, learning about uh, why they should you know, use their technology to advance the civilization right. in general and stuff like that. So, again, the themes actually went much deeper than I thought. It, it, it's not that it, it didn't blow me away, but it was really good, too. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't as though I had my expectations set really high, and I was like, oh, wow, you know, everyone's been saying this is, like, the best movie in the world. It's, it is really good. It's a really solid movie. And it's so, to Marcus's point, it's so good that it, it kind of bends the genre of superhero movie. It's kind of just... I would rather if this was a movie outside of the Marvel realm. It's like this is a solid movie. Right. I mean, it, it basically is. I mean, there's not much here that connects it to the MCU beyond just knowing that it is beyond Martin Freeman's character. But even then, and, like that could be his father. Yeah, that, father. yeah but th- that could be that could be anybody. Right, right. right. Like, yes. That doesn't yeah. need to be a character right. that's in the MCU. So overall, it's a it's a super solid movie. I would recommend people go see this uh, as quickly as they can. And again. I, I was super impressed by the side characters, the the breadth that they've given them, and also just the the expansiveness of Wakanda. Like it's like being set in. We'll you know, get we'll Wakanda. get well into this because right. that's what I want to speak to. The things you're saying you like about it, in addition to what Marcus has said that I also like about it, it is the world building. Yeah. Yes. The world building of this film is terrific. The idea of expanding this place of Wakanda, which is a fictional African nation, but the concept it of is? it is, yeah, come <laughs> on, <laughs> the concept of the. <laughs> the concept of it and the way it's expanded upon, I was I was floored by. Like just seeing the way it was developed, seeing the colors, the costumes, the designs of these people, and what right. have you. In addition to getting a depiction of Africa that looks <laughs> looks so different than how films generally generally portray Africa, right, right. and it even plays on that by saying by keeping it secret by portraying that by saying that it's this third world nation that doesn't have anything to offer right. but getting into it is this Afrofuturism that's coming to life on film that's wonderful to see where you get these shots of like the markets and there's not like you know beggars on the street it's a utopia everyone's just happy everyone's just yeah. walking down the street they're buying clothes they're buying food hanging out like it just looks like a great place to right. be in and, and the culture's there and the culture's there, there yes everything's there it's just there's so much <laughs> great work done to bring this thing to life where I didn't mind that the first half of the film doesn't really have a plot like it's just right. like let's show you this stuff yeah. let's show you what this tradition is let's show you the rituals that T'Challa needs to go through to become king and what have you yeah. and I can see why yeah T'Challa he's not a, like a you know a standout character because you're being introduced to all these other great characters you have Peter Nyong'o and Forrest right. Whitaker and yeah. Tisha Wright as his sister Michael B. Jordan we'll get to Michael B. Jordan Denai Guria Denai Guria is the right. leader of the army yeah she's uh, a general it's like oh these people are like <laughs> I kind of want to follow their story Daniel too. Kaluuya yeah. Winston Duke is the, who's really good too Winston Duke uh, is the, like as a rival tribe leader right. who's right. this great personality yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no it's all of that stuff and then it builds to a plot and it's like yeah Michael B. Jordan steps in here and he's great, yeah, <laughs> as, as, the, as one would expect. The, the themes go crazy after that. Yeah. They get mm-hmm. so much stronger right. when he comes in. Mm-hmm. And they were strong before. Yeah, yeah. And it, but it gives him such a great like arc to work with. But, it, but it's such a weird thing because you're, cause we're saying, like, oh, well, the first act is kind of just like, okay, well, here's everything. No. And the second act is like, oh, here's where it, you're, you're immersed way more into it and the characters become way more alive. It's like, I kind of uh, I kind of appreciated that the second act there where it was just really taking me for an exploration rather than just uh, well, continuous act, like, action I mean, build. It's up. Like the first act action is like setup. here's Wakanda. Look at this. The second act is now it's a James Bond movie. Like we're yeah. going to Korea. Literally, literally a James Bond movie. It looks yeah. like James. They're in a casino. They're in a fancy casino. <laughs> and there's an arms deal going down. Sorry. 
Remote driving system activated. Wait, which side of the road is it? For bus sake, just drive. Okay, calm down. villain cackling away right. by Andy Serkis who's also terrific in this Andy movie Serkis. he's, he's so fun yeah. he's so much fun Andy Serkis' cackling villain guy which I liked because everyone is like a little bit more like even toned throughout mm-hmm. the movie but he brings like yeah. the movie already has plenty of life in it but he's yeah. like let me, let me amp that up to I know and I was like this is why Andy Serkis deserves to be recognized right. more right. Yeah. Like, he's, so such, he's, like, he's one of my favorite kind of villains where it's like one that just likes being evil Right. it's like look how evil I can be yeah. like I know how evil I can be here's like here's here, we're in a chase sequence and I don't want it to be silent. That's boring. Let me turn up the soundtrack. He literally says, that. <laughs> know, this is right. yeah. He turns up just to have an excuse to play some Kendrick Lamar songs. Right, yeah. It's like, okay, this is amazing. Yeah, he's like, this isn't a funeral. So yeah, no, I was a big fan of this movie through and through. I, it speaks to a lot of things I just really want to see in movies like this, regardless yeah. of if it's representational of a black experience, but right, just right. something that feels refreshing, something yeah. that feels mm-hmm. different, something that's not a white guy named Chris saving the world. I mean, it's... How dare you? We love Captain America. <laughs> America, Star Lord, and Thor. And, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and um, what's his name? Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman. But I mean, like, so, so, Colin Trevorrow, Steve Trevorrow. Oh, Steve Trevorrow yeah, from yeah, exactly. Wonder Woman. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Steve he Trevor. does in a plane crash, by the way. Spoilers. <laughs> that's no, what that's what fine. sparks Diana to kill her brother. But no, if that, if that leads to other you know fantastic films like this, where they're able to keep the kind of director's personal voice involved, right. lead to other things that feel less samey. Yeah, I mean. It works out. I mean, there are issues I can point out to with Black Panther. It's, it's not a perfect movie. Which, it's not a perfect movie, yeah. but I mean, that it all of them seem to stem from it's the stuff that you just can't take out of an MCU film. It has to do with just kind of like action editing and like CG stuff. Right. Where it's like, That's yeah, pretty it's, much it, yeah. But it's like, I mean, I, like it's, it's, speaking from my own personal experience and what I think is speaking to a lot of people that are seeing this movie around the world right now that are not just, you know, a white guy that likes comic books, no offense to white guys like comic books, you've got a lot of movies you can walk to. But this one's like... All right, it's just walked out on us. Thanks a lot. <laughs> it has... Come <laughs> on. It has so much there. It has yeah. so much there there that feels great to see being represented on the screen in the same way where, give or take the quality, but Fast and Furious films have, honestly. Where it's not... It isn't just... What do you mean? It's not just a bunch of white guys running around oh, saving okay. the world. It's this great, giant, diverse group of people that do on ridiculous missions but have a lot of fun doing Well, it. to be fair, I don't really know what Vin Diesel is. Is he... <laughs> is he black? Is he Italian? He's black Italian. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that, diverse. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I really like Black Panther. Okay. So, I want to talk about the, the, the visualization of the Black Panther movie and... When it first starts out, you see like this really dope ass sand shift uh, stuff. Oh yeah, the intro, on. like when he, when yeah. the when the boy says, "Tell me a story." Right. Yeah. So yeah. and it continuously uh, comes up because that's the way that they view their their telecom yeah, view stuff, screen right? stuff. Yeah, they have which the most advanced like, technology, yeah, so it all looks really cool. I, mean, I guess yeah. it's like vibranium shifting. Everything's made into, of vibranium. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> vibranium is like the panacea to everything. It's, it's, it's everything. laced in the water too. That's why this yeah. so happens. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> this sounds it's like a cult now. Yeah. 
But um, what you call it? You mentioned some of the flaws, and I agree with you, which are some of the action sequences, which I found. You know, I was thinking to myself, well, Ryan Coogler, he did Creed, and and it looks so clean in Creed, like the way that they did the boxing sequences. And then this one, there's like a lot of cuts, and I didn't really see it as well. It seemed like it was it was when, choreographed, like in it was choreographed but over choreographed. If that when, makes sense. When when it became smaller in the casino, the the choreo- choreography was great. Oh yeah, no, it was great. There was yeah. some like stick stuff right. and you know flipping stuff, and I could see what was going on, and it was a real. But it does like it, a tricky like a made up one take shot throughout the casino right. it's really cool yeah. it's really cool it reminded me of kind of like a casino royale kind of thing right. but it, yeah, I, can, I can I see what you're saying when it goes on to the you know the final the final battle is the only one I really have battle. problems with yeah. that, that's, I, that's right. I really like the two waterfall fights I think those are yes. really well, the, the challenge ones, fights the, yeah. the, the challenge fights the first, the first one especially I really like the scope of that and I really like how it shot that, did, yeah. that actually did remind me of Creed uh, more, I guess, the final fight in Creed than the one take sure. Creed shot, yeah. obviously. But I do think there's a you, you recognize what the stakes are there for one thing, right. and it, but it it shows me kind of the I mean, one you have a water setting; it's just really cool. Right. Like, yeah, and the, he does some cool things with with the camera because he puts that under the water and yeah. whatever else. Too, there's some so good it's, stuff. It's really yeah, I would neat. say yes. The final battle, it is a lot of you know, look at all these people that are scattered around in color coded things, so you can tell what they yeah. are. Although, if in real life, you'd probably want that too. Um, I don't know. Helps out. It helps yeah. out. <laughs> That's it. I like seeing rhinos in this. Country. Yeah, <laughs> but it, I, I think it's the, the rendition of those rhinos. I wish they had done like maybe like one or two more passes. For like, sure, because, but it's yeah. like, I, I, and I, I wasn't like, upset at it. it I was wasn't just upset. Yeah, like, I, I, you know. but I, I mean, I can see that as being lesser than other right. action scenes. Right. But that's that whole sequence. Not to get into what's exactly going on. That's not supposed to not spoil it. But what I do like is that it's not over long. Something I've had that's true. an issue with with the other MCU films, specifically like Iron Man three or even Winter Soldier, right. those scenes go on a long time in a way I'm like, all right, I get Iron it. Man three. Iron Man three is when they have all the different Iron Man suits oh, yeah, crashing yeah, yeah. into everything. Right, yes. Well, he's got to save Pepper. I, yeah, <laughs> and when Winter Soldier's like, we have three different giant ships we got to destroy, and then they're gonna punch each other a bunch over and over again. I forgot about they're both, that. They're both yeah. super strong, yeah. so it's just there's nowhere to go. What I like about this one is that you have. We talk about that ensemble cast. You have every single character is involved in is some doing way. Something, right. They're all doing something that registers with what you know about their character and why it's important for them to be, you know, involved in the fight in some way. Right. And it's all really dynamic. I mean, you have people fighting certain people here. You have it people is, using yeah. certain weapons here. You have Daniel Kaluuya's tribe that has these awesome, like, awesome shields that come yeah, out of their costumes. Know, <laughs> like, yeah. really cool. I was like, I wasn't expecting that. I mean, if the only thing that's problematic for me, it's the kind of the CG-ness of the final fight between yeah. T'Challa and Killmonger because it's just... It's not. I get what they're doing, but it's just yeah. you know there's not much going Standing on. Standing next to other fight sequences, it's really kind of yeah, it's kind of blah. Right. But yeah. I mean, that, and that's just the action. I agree. Yeah, I mean, if you want to backtrack, that car chase also pretty cool. That car chase <laughs> is pretty cool, and, and you know, I think there's a lot of like that car chase where it's like. Uh, I, I actually didn't expect them to have the whole entire, like, hey, uh, remote command and do it in this awesome way. And I was like, hey, that is a really cool idea. It's very clever, yeah. right? I, like, I really like what they bring to kind of the right. technology of Wakanda. Well, I also like how one of the cars is just made out of vibranium. They're like, why are you shooting at it? It's bulletproof. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah that yeah, makes sense, right. too. See, Andy Serkis knows what's up. What do we call it? I want to talk about one of the themes, which is... Um, Black culture versus African American culture, right? And that's like something that Michael B. Jordan brings up, which I found crazy fascinating. Like, it's ba- Michael B. Jordan's basically the representation. Yeah, and I, and it's kind of unfortunate because, like, right. you know, I wish that it it was prolonged because um, right. it's a really big concept. Because I, I think one of the things that 
Um, you always say this as a negative, where I see it as, yes, you should like this thing and you want more of it because that's so, that's so great. great. It's that's such a great, great thing to have in a movie. I, I, it can I also not mostly, have this in a movie. Yeah. That's what I thought about Andy Serkis. <laughs> not having Andy Serkis you know, in the movie? No, no, no. no, 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 no he was so great I wanted oh, more because okay. we don't get... I, I certainly much. know when, when enough is enough, though, but for this one, I think that the theme of it, it um, I think it, it basically could have just been that entire thing played out throughout the rest of the movie. It could have. Hey, by the way, you know... You know, with our bloodlines and with right. the way that we have been raised, here's my point of view and here's your point of view, and we'll just war at it like Loki and Thor, right? But, you know, which they kind of do in well, a I, more sped up way. What I like is that, I mean, you we, we've talked about this before in the X-Men films, where you have Professor, and this is the thing that's generally thought of when you think of that relationship between Professor X and Magneto, where yeah. they're supposed to be the Martin Luther King and the Malcolm X as far as how mm-hmm. they handle things. Right, right. This is actual black people dealing with right. this very issue. Yeah. So it's, thought. for one yeah, for one thing, it's like, <laughs> hey, we don't need to appropriate this for a change. Yeah. There's a lot of reverse appropriation in this movie that's kind of awesome to see. As yeah, far I know. As like, how would black people do this thing that right. black people have taken away? Regardless, you have that relationship that's so key to this film and yeah. so strong in how it's represented because you have Chadwick Boseman, who's you know always great in things, he and continues yeah. to like bring this stoicism. And Although I haven't seen that James Brown movie, it's re- I like yeah, I don't know okay. quite a bit. Oh I was yeah, a big fan he's great. He's I mean, great. I mean, wait, well, yeah, even if you don't like the movie, you can't argue yeah. that Chadwick Boseman's not delivering. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, but no, he, yeah. Regardless, he's really good, and Jordan's of course great as well. Jordan is great. And they're bringing yeah. pretty much a similar argument because T'Challa's the weight of him for this movie is. Should we spread our technology to other cultures beyond Wakanda right. and help out people? While you have more Michael B. Jordan is like, um, yes, let's do it. I've been witness to the atrocities right. that yeah, my yeah. people have faced. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Go, it's yeah. like, hey, you guys have been up here in your ivory tower, so to speak, kind of thing. And here we are. Like, I'm, right. I'm in the struggle. You know, I'm. You guys have neglected billions of other black people in the world. Right. You know, not just African Americans, but black people in the world. And so it's like, I can't believe that you guys would hold out on us like this. So fuck that shit. I'm going to equalize everything. Right. And Two. here I am. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be super um, antagonistic about it, right. which is unfortunate because he's a sympathetic and he's no, a no, sympathetic he's a like FBI. bad guy. It's good. Yeah. I think it's good. It's the one you relate it's to. It's not sure. a, a a bad guy that you hate. It's somebody that you sympathize with. Right. It's something that you go, well, you, you know, maybe he has a point. I've seen stuff. Oh, he like definitely that. has like a point. Really has points, and, and, yeah. and, and I've seen stuff like this, and I understand why he is how he is. It makes yeah. total sense. But what doesn't hurt um, is that he's. Michael Jordan's delivering on this, where he's bringing this kind of appropriate level of swagger, but it's not scene-chewing. Like, he's playing essentially a Bond villain in a movie that's very much inspired by Bond. Cooper said this. He wanted to be like Bond and like Godfather were like his key influence on this movie. And I can see that. You can see that with kind of the family influence going on, the amount of culture in the beginning. It's not a wedding, but it's still a big ritual. And then turns into a Bond movie. But seeing Michael B. Jordan here, he's essentially playing a Bond villain, but not hammy. He has this natural, like, it's grounded in the same way that uh, Daniel... Rule was in a Civil War as okay. Zemo, where yeah. he also has his very specific attention in, att- intentions. Right. They're more personal to him, obviously, than not you know, kind of Germans. But, yeah. um, but that trap music doesn't help. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> when every comes on, I'm like, <laughs> oh. But he has hey. these like little things he brings, or like, hi, auntie, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just the right, like, right. what's up? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's bringing like bringing, the, yeah. he's yeah. bringing Oakland to it. Right, yeah, essentially, Coogler knows Oakland. Yeah. He does Oakland better than anyone you know, else can ever do Oakland. Go on until we make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Going in. Go. Bay Area the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's, too, that's too broad. <laughs> it's got to be like North San Jose. <laughs> North San Jose the movie. That's coming. We're 880 and 101 meet. <laughs> Who would get hyphy? <laughs> hyphy movement, man. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I remember those days. <laughs> 
But no, I was going into it. I was very curious if Jordan was going to have like an African accent also. On it, but it's like no, he's a he's an he's an, he's an American, kid. yeah, yeah. And, he's, and so it brings this whole different flavor in right. a movie that already has so much flavor that I can right. build into, yeah. and it's great. And I would argue, it's like, is there a better Marvel villain than this character? We can look at Loki because he's the standout. Well, I mean, but, but like, he's also kind of like an anti-hero kind of thing. He's not really. Like, well, I mean, but you know what I'm saying. I know he's, what you're saying because like I thought about this too. Because when I when I watched this movie, I was like, you know, I really liked Vulture in Spider-Man: Homecoming because that's got Michael Keaton right. seems to get in a lot of. Well, Michael Keaton's also just uh, fun and great all the time. But also, you know, from his perspective of hey, I'm I'm just a regular average working Joe, and you guys take my job away from me, and then I guess I've, I've I now have some means to make my family wealthy. And yeah, don't fuck it up, Spider Man, or else I'm gonna kill you this and everyone that, you love. Bigger. He's this doing, one's bigger. He's yeah. saying, I but wanna help I th- my yeah. people and I wanna I, help poor people. Right. I think I think what what was great about this setup was that it wasn't so much like, hey, here's a scene where Michael B. Jordan turns into the bad guy. It, right. it kinda like subtly comes off on you, and then you're just like, Oh, I didn't even expect this theme to be in this movie, and now that it is in this movie, it actually makes it a much more, uh, it's a deeper movie. How great is Sterling K. Brown? Sterling K. Brown is in two scenes. two scenes, and you've never never met this character before whatsoever, and you care everything about what's happening. I saw him in the movie, and I was like, maybe I should watch This Is Us. (laughs) (laughs) I had never seen that show, and I was like, this guy is amazing. I don't watch This Is Us, but I watch People for Zoja. I watch People for Zoja, yeah. And it's like, he's got glassy-eyed acting. I know, exactly. Sterling K. Brown, he brings like in the second scene he's bringing glassy eyes to the king brown and i was like <laughs> what is going on here it's like this is he's such a strong presence um but uh again it just that theme alone was one that was like again not that it beat me over the head with it it was just there and it presented itself in a way that is presented almost every day right mm-hmm. you know um, I can't speak to that. You guys probably can in terms of like, hey, like, you know, sometimes you have to defend your blackness or sometimes you have to defend like, hey, like, you know, my my ancestors were from Africa kind of thing. I can't defend that. But, you know, there's just so much of that divisiveness sometimes, too. Right. And you see it that it comes out, whether in news stores or whatever the case is. Right. It's like, I mean, it does. It, it, is, it is a serious issue. Yeah, I, I, I really think it touched on it really well. Yeah. In the same, kind of the similar way that, like, Detroit, when I saw Detroit, it, yeah. it touched on a lot of, there's not just one black thought. There's multiple black thoughts. There's, there's, there, it's not just one entity here. Yeah. So I, 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 I loved how that was represented there. It, it wasn't just, there's one black guy and, you know, he's going to do what he's going to do for all black people and, you know, whatever, and he's probably peaceful. I think even irregardless of like my own personal experience and something like this, it's, right. it's, it's so refreshing to know that the world wanted to see this right. based off the box office this yeah. weekend alone. And it's, you know, you have the troublemakers that I don't feel like highlighting that are trying to say things, do things, affect ratings and create, you know, I saw some, but that was like clearly bullshit. I know it's yeah. clearly bullshit, but what's matters like, the world responded like, fuck these guys. Yeah. You want to see this movie. Right. I don't care if because if I if it's about black people. I want to see a movie because it looks super fun. It happens to have these great messages in it. That's great too. Good yeah. for that. And we can go from here and hopefully, you know, make more movies that aren't necessarily exactly this again, but at least open a few more doors than seem oh, to be sure. open open beforehand. Yeah, for sure. That's what I thought about Get Out. Get, yeah. yeah. That's what I thought about Get Out. I said, Academy Award nominated know, Get Out. Uh, yeah, exactly. A lot of people want to see this. What, what does this tell you? It's breaking records. People want to see this. They yeah. don't want to see kind of... They, they're fine with the convention, but this is something... 
it sparks something else. Yeah, there's a, there's always an underdog quality to this sort of thing where you right. know you hear the box office tracking and there are people who are like eh, I can't make that much. And then mm-hmm. it's like you know here we are, it's yeah. like two, over two hundred million week oh, again. As I said, more than Justice in, League in his entire run right. in one weekend. Right, that in says weekend. something about yeah. what people care about when it comes to right. the movies they want to go right. see. Um, I want to talk more about this cast. Yes, I, I want to know there talk about Jordan and Bozeman and Circus a lot actually. Yeah. <laughs> but, but this cast is pretty terrific. That, um, yeah. Le, what's her name? Lupita Le, Nyong'o's? No, Letitia Wright. Letitia Wright. Right? Yeah. Oh, she's. I, I've got to. I've got to marry her. And uh-huh. yeah. I love. I love that that Alfred character. That Alfred to the, the Alfred the black Q. Q. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But she's great. She's fantastic yeah. in this movie. It's a great chemistry between her and, yes. and uh, T'Challa. Can, T'Challa. I believe as brother they were and sister. Brother and sister. Yeah. I believed it. It's one of the things also where you mentioned earlier, Aaron, where um, you know these people just don't stay in their their worlds per se. You know, she's not Q all the time. She yeah. actually you know decides to go out and fight too. She's got these cannon blasts on her arms. And she's like, hey, like we're kind of forever, man. No, that's that's um, the thing I like about these characters, specifically these female characters in general. They're all people. Yes, like you can get a lot of these that blend together. Is like that's the one from that one. That's the yeah. she did this thing because whatever. These are all characters. Lupita Nyong'o is a spy. I know. I want to <laughs> learn more about her too. I was like, what are you spying? Patricia Wright is the, uh, uh, the smartest person in the MCU. Right. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, Angela Bassett's the Queen Mother. And she's Angela with dope ass hair. <laughs> uh, I, there wasn't enough Angela Bassett, I would say. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, because you kind of a lot of people to work with. Yeah, obviously, you know, you have like a mother son storyline, but I, it's like, oh, I kind of wish I would see like how dope she is. And like, ideally, she can get more to do in like the future. Yeah, it's more of just like, a, yeah, you didn't cast me a storm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you have her and Forrest Whitaker that just like hey, we're just here to you know do our thing because right. we, we can we can fully do that. You can cast yeah. random people, you can cast us. We're gonna deliver. We're gonna right. deliver. Um, and Denai Guerrero, who's also really great. She's fantastic. fantastic. I wanted to learn more about her. She's like a, a you know a general who's right. whose uh, love interest is Daniel Kaluuya, but at the same time she's like she's these super. All, these could all be standalone. Yeah, films. I would episodes, anything. I would love to see that. Yeah, you can see the Wakanda show. Yeah, <laughs> and their their costume design in this movie is also. Fantastic! I mean, oh, like, yeah. those those army drawing a lot of inspiration from from random African tribes yeah. to really like bring a right. kind of, uh, identity to each. But I like country. how Lupita Nyong'o is part of the water tribe, and she wears green a lot. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is a uh, you know, it's cool. The, Even when they're doing like their stakeout, she's wearing like a the, green the cocktail dress. Military, the guerrero, they're all red and with the spears and right. everything. Yeah, uh, and then we have you know the other male actors. Well, you have Daniel Kaluuya here, who's like I. I think he's stealthily giving one of the better performances in this movie because I yeah. think there's a lot that he's working there's with a lot that, he of like to under, gray. that he has to underplay yeah. and that because you, know, you have such bigger characters here mm-hmm. but he's playing a guy who really wants to believe in T'Challa right. and he's really hoping he can do this thing because his family was killed by a certain person right. and then he doesn't deliver on that and you just see it's all in the eyes. It's like what? It's like this is yeah. why I got that best actor nomination because <laughs> <laughs> he's not see he's not, <laughs> he's not like he's doing much he's just like I believe in you like, right. he's not saying it he's like, yeah. like disappointed he's like yeah but again, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of some, he makes some character. turns though, yeah. And then you get that I final know. turn involving a rhino, right. uh, just to say the least. Right. And it's like I believe it. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. I get it. Like what's going on? I agree with the nuance of his characterization. Um, again, there's so many people that you have to go through, and with him, I was like, you know, I I don't know where to fall in this. You know, I, I like this guy, but at the same time, I well, know where he's coming from. Well, because what he's speaking to is he wants he, he's uh, he's championing. Kanda should help people. Right. Kanda should get out there, right? And so it's like, well, yeah, I want to. Like, he's not but a you, villain, like, exactly. Like, but you're doing it in the wrong way, which is not the way. He's that, doing it in a way that's like, well, this didn't work, so he's this new guy, that's which is this kind of thing. Where it's like, well, I like what, I like what he's right. showing me yeah. so far, like, which adds to why the script is really, really well it's done. Complex, yeah. 
It is. Martin Freeman's good. Martin Freeman's good. I, you know, you don't really necessarily need Martin Freeman per se because I don't actually don't. He came in really late in what was it? He's in Civil War. Civil War. Yeah. 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 He's a Black Panther comic character. Like he's a, okay. He's he's part yeah, of that yeah. universe. And what they do he's a token white guy. Yes. Yes. But what okay. they what they do with him? It's a great could, American accent. I don't know. I can do it without the American accent. He's a CIA agent. He is good. And that's it. Everyone has an accent in this movie. That's Everyone's using their real accent. That is true. <laughs> yeah. uh, but what I like about Freeman... Andy Serkis. He's, so, he's using South African. He's oh, is he? African. Okay. He's I thought he was using his New Zealand accent. Yeah. Uh, but no, what I like about Freeman is it, the way it utilizes him is not overshadowing anybody. He's used just enough, and and as opposed to in the comic, he's playing more of like, whoa, look at me, I'm this wacky guy in this universe. Like he's not playing that at all. He's playing a cool cat. He's selling Verizon wireless phones. Yes, he is. Wacky, that's the. But he's playing like a guy that's like, yeah, I deal with superheroes, so why should I be shocked by this stuff? Right. He's playing it real close to the vest, right. and it works. It works well, I think, to the to the film's advantage. There was also yeah, another without, without without using him as a guy that's like. I'm the white guy that's going to introduce you to Wakanda. He's right. just so thrown that, that's in actually this. that's yeah. actually what I was hoping that they wouldn't do. And I was like, I don't think Ryan Coogler would do that. He wouldn't do that at the end for me. Yeah, and he's, he not, did he's not Emma Stone it, in the help. Well, it wasn't one of those <laughs> things where at the end there it's like, oh, by the way, you know, you got to promise not to tell us or tell, tell your CIA agents about uh, Wakanda. Right. And then he goes back. He's like, director, we've got this. <laughs> we have this. It's like no. At or, the end, or a guy that's like holding. He's like, look, I found this black man. He's well, cool. like he's not that guy. I, I don't think he was going to do that anyway. No, but it's. Not saying that literally, but yeah. that's the kind of character you could see in the past. Where it's like, look at these Africans I found. Look, because right. I, I brought them to you. Like it's not that guy. Like, which they, which they explicitly make jokes about in the movies. Like, oh, colonizer, don't scare oh, me. Oh like yeah. That. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, what's it Um Again, it, at the end there, it kind of handles it in the way that only it could be handled with this uh, T'Challa making the the announcement. Hey, by the way, we're gonna do what we can now. To help uh, with the country, but you know, there's a complexity in even T'Challa as well, uh, mm-hmm. which I, I wish that they would explore maybe in the second one. I, can, uh, I mean, I see that coming and everything, but I yeah, because what, it, I, what I what I do like is that Civil War got so much basic stuff out of the way, so I don't about how dopey is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just walks on the screen, it's like, oh, there he is. Yeah, no, <laughs> he, he was like one of the best things in Civil War. He's just like yeah. his action sequences, and also you could definitely get a sense of his. Um, morals because he's, he's not sure. going to let uh, well, he's, he's, Simsom I mean, <laughs> kill himself whatever that guy's name is well the thing Zemo the, Zemo. Thing, the thing is <laughs> I mean for lack of a better word he's perfect like he's a perfect guy he, interesting I mean he's he has powers he's king he rules over chiseled jaw he, he has everything going for him in the right direction the biggest thing he has to decide is what do I do with my, how do I be king yeah. how do I be king and so obviously that's not going to play the biggest it's not going to be as big as like Thor being like, I'm in Earth for the first time. Look how random I am. He's more like Cap. Where Cap, which is what I like about Chris Evans and how he handled those movies, yeah. he's very interesting to me. Captain yeah. America is a very interesting person to me in my right. eyes. I and, I think, and I think T'Challa is in the same way. And I think Superman, by comparison, because I think they're all very similar, they're all strong guys that can do whatever, yeah. he suffered cinematically. It's been a while since I've really liked been a while. Superman. It's been a while since I liked a Superman movie based off Superman. Yeah. And, um, it's uh, it's nice to see a character like T'Challa, who again has all these things we're talking about as far as right. the themes go. But it's like it's not like he has to do much to really show what makes him special. Right. He's just he's there, yeah, almost like Kaluuya, where it's like he doesn't, he's not over, he's not hamming it up. He's yeah. just like he's a straight hero guy. He's gonna do his thing. He's a rhino farmer. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, a warrior rhino farmer. I should. So I feel like I mean, you have such a great cast going around Bozeman, right? So it's like. Okay, again, everyone, everyone's fleshed exactly. out so much so that you can basically uh, forget about uh, okay. Bozeman to some degree. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, not a perfect movie, I'd say. But 
very, very so interesting. I are arguing it's a perfect movie, but I think what Marcus and I are speaking to more is the, what, what's behind this movie, and even you're speaking to yeah. as well, is like what goes into this yeah, again, What the makes themes. it something more? There's a depth theme But even beyond the themes, just like it's captured the zeitgeist. It yeah, has something going for it that other movies do not have right now. Yeah. And everyone wants to see this thing. Right. Yeah. It's not like Paddington 2, which is amazing, and everyone should see Paddington really 2. Good. But it's not like Paddington 2 is introducing the world to something new here. Right. It's just like, this is a really great story about a little bear. <laughs> and all the people that he charms in his life, including Knuckles. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he makes him, he teaches him marmalade. Yeah. They <laughs> open up a sandwich shop, and it's presumably very, very successful. Yeah. All selling bread and jam. In prison. <laughs> from from prison, <laughs> but here in Black Panther, it did make me want to buy a jar. Here in Black Panther, whether you're black, white, red, blue, green, whatever, yeah, anyone wants to you see this movie. You forgot yellow. You got. <laughs> that's what. I, that's that's another point I was going to speak to. Mustard. There love. you go. Thank you. I, I, I know I've been speaking a lot about black movie versus whatever, but. It's not to say that if you're not a black person that you will not like this movie. Right. It touches on something that any moviegoer would love, which is diversity, but it's also very entertaining. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. super entertaining. It's a very entertaining. It's entertaining without being, like, what I, I mean, I like Ragnarok. I was a big fan of Ragnarok. Right. Ragnarok's super fun and everything. But what I, what got me about Ragnarok is like, okay, so Marvel movies are at the point where they can basically spoof themselves out. <laughs> like, that's what that movie is. Like, it has the serious right. stuff in it because it's called Ragnarok, so yeah, right. it has to have something serious in it. But it's at a point where it's like, Look, look at us making fun of tropes in Marvel movies. Right. Yeah. Like, that's that movie. So now we have one It's like, all right, we're going to do the thing. We're going to do it our way. Yep. And it works. It <laughs> it's super yeah. It's not about, like, there's jokes, but it's not like, yeah. let's just, you know, take 10 sec. let's take 10 minutes to, like, have a bunch of jokey asides right. and then get back to it. It's all laced into the movie yeah. so well. And we've talked about how, you know, the phase three of Marvel has basically given directors a little bit more free reign. Oh, for right. sure. You know, they, they I mean, were, I mean, I mean they I had seeing, their own taste before, especially when you see Joe Johnson's Captain America First Avenger. Yeah. Like Kenneth Branagh's Thor looks That's like true. a Kenneth Branagh movie. And I mean, they all certainly like, they all function in, yeah. a, in a similar pattern. But I right. mean, I don't think that. I mean, it's something I think Marvel gets somewhat unruly maligned for by not by being like producer for Kevin Feige first, yeah. director second. I think you look at. I mean, the only one that really feels not like a director's movie is The Dark World. I mean, that's the, that's the only one that really... I mean, I don't, I don't like that one as much as... I'm not, but, no, but I'm yeah. saying, that's, the, that's the one that doesn't feel like... like you know, it's not an style. Alan Taylor film, as yeah. if like, he made that, it's the voice of the guy that's directing yeah. Game of Thrones movie. It's just like, standard superhero yeah. movie. Regardless right. of if it's entertaining or not. I think it's entertaining enough, but compared right. to something like Guardians, which feels like a James Gunn movie, both Avengers... It definitely feels like a James Gunn Both Avengers right. feel like Josh Whedon movies. Yeah. The, um... <laughs> Ant-Man's a paid that, that's, that's also, that's on that side. But even like Doctor Strange feels like a Scott Garrison film, whatever. I've seen right. Scott Derrickson. Scott like, Derrickson, yeah. I mean, you've seen then, his, then, his darkness. And you talk about Ragnarok, which again, I do think there's a lot. I mean, look at I, the, I like the, Ragnarok the sarcasm, a lot. Sarcasm it was there. it was on I my mean, top top ten. Uh, yeah, there you yeah. go. I, but it, you know, certainly from just from a Taika Waititi perspective of you know Hunt for the Will of the People or Boy or whatever else, it's like you know there's there's one little extra Taika Waititi ness that I think. Ragnarok didn't have for, for sure, and now with Black Panther, yes, I would say yeah. For, I, Black the, Panther is just like yeah, so it's its own. It's, a, like it's a Ryan Coogler film. exactly. Yeah, it's when a Ryan you're, Coogler when you're getting into the 18th film in the MCU, let alone Phase Three, where you're getting you know phases of these movies. Right. Yeah, you're gonna want to have to you have to do something to spice things up. You have to break away from a pattern that's happened, and so yeah, you have movies that feel more 
filmmaker, they at least seem to scream it more at you. Yeah. The DC films are constantly screaming it at you, just no one seems to understand how to write these things. Right. But I mean, the, I know, Marcus, you're a big fan of Batman vs. Superman. Superman. I, I enjoyed it. I, Marcus, Marcus. I, I, I think there's plenty to admire in that film. It's certainly, a, it's definitely a Zack Snyder movie. No one can take that away from it. I can't true. say the same about, about Justice League. Uh, there's a lot of Snyder in it, but I can't right. say but it feels like it feels a little more committee, right. certainly more than Black Panther. Does. Yes. Um, what else? I think the score and the music. Um, I I dug what uh, Ludwig Göransson. He's been with Coogler since the, since uh, Creed and, and Fruitvale. Yeah, I like the, the kind of African vibes mixed with the grandness of MCU. Yeah, the, actually, you know the car there's chase, like some chance the, and the car chase, beats. the car chase scene in particular. It's doing the or even like the casino stuff yeah. when, casino when one, it's yeah. like when it's moving up and it's like shooting around against the Niagara she's flipping around the staff. Yeah. It has the like the, the like the chanting starts going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. It's really cool. It's really but cool. when you get to moments on the car chase. It actually reminded me of Reloaded. Matrix Reloaded. There's, there's where it's really techno-y, but when they do slow-mo, it goes, it just gets into like, like, like standard hero music type yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it does that here, where it stops like the drum beats, right. and it just goes like, da 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 It's like, it's better. Than, it's, it's clearly not as good as that, but it's, <laughs> but it does, the, it's, a, it's a neat mix. That's what I'm saying. I, I yeah. like that. And, and also, you know, you get some, I mean, the Kendrick Lamar's produced soundtrack, you get the whole thing separate from the movie. You get right. some of the tracks. You get the weekend one in there. Right. You get the All Stars one at the end. You get a couple laced here and there. But no, I, I did. You guys like the, the music? In the I definitely like the the yeah. uh, score and soundtrack of the movie. I mean, yeah. it, it just fit the perfect uh, tone. So yeah, I was down with it. Yeah, I, I remember you were questionable about Ragnarok, which seemed odd to me because I, I love the synth of, the, of that movie. I mean, <laughs> I, I like I like the, uh, the birthday song. No, I haven't seen it again. But right. I saw the I saw the deleted scene, and I was like, "This is they shouldn't have deleted this." <laughs> I, I haven't it, watched it. I'm just waiting yeah. for the Blu-rays. So okay, yeah. Anything. Apparently, it's on the Blu-ray. So, well, yeah, they keep rele- they do that a lot. They release all the stuff. It's like I don't want to watch the blooper reel. I don't watch it. <laughs> it, it, it yeah, it was, <laughs> it was just one cutscene. I was like, "This is a really funny cutscene." I can see why you deleted it because. It just is superfluous, okay. but it would have really. It certainly fits Taika Waititi and like okay. the, the the ridiculousness that he would put in a movie. Right. Anyway, anything else on Black Panther we can talk about? We've been go see it. A while. Go uh, see it. I think we've covered a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. Well, what, what should when should people see this movie? Immediately. Yeah, you should go see it in the cinema. Yeah. I want to see it in IMAX. I want to see. It oh wow, you're getting it an IMAX rating because they have the, they have the expanded scope of it. Like, so I want, I want to see the whole. The, the, it's the highest scope. rating we have. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. We <laughs> all really like Black Panther. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on then. Let's uh, let's uh, let's get to feedback. 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 This is where we go over some various questions and answers on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash podcast, where you, the listener, answered the many questions that we asked, and then you guys, crazy enough, gave us questions that we can answer as well. So, let's start this one off here. Um, what's your favorite film set in Africa? And Marcus, of course, you can feel free to chime in as well. Uh, Justin writes, Shaka Zulu and District 9. Mm. Mark Hoban writes, Casablanca. Adam writes, The, Co- the Constant Gardener. I'm a huge fan of that film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis writes Raiders of the Lost Ark and Ditto for District 9. Good example. Egypt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Philip writes The Ghost in the Darkness. That's the Val Kilmer and uh, Michael, Douglas, Michael Douglas. Lion. And Lion joints. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Lion joints. Jo- yeah. <laughs> and then Chris writes District 9 and Beast of No Nation. Mm. Nobody said Chappie. Nobody said Chappie. That's a good one. No one said Alicia. Like no, it was Alicia in, Mex- <laughs> was in Mexico City, wasn't it? Alicia. Um, I think it was Mexico City. I think Something it was Mexico. It was like LA it was in and space. Mexico. Yeah. It happens. It was Halo, <laughs> yeah. and then it was down here. It, yeah, it was Halo. Exactly. It was, it was, it was half Halo. Halo. We're all we're all the rich people. Nobody live. said Chappie in Africa. Yeah. I, 
<laughs> she didn't come up. I mean, Casablanca. Is Casablanca on, is a great call. A great one. Yeah. Casa Gardner. That's a good. I, I love that movie. That's, that's Casablanca. Whenever that's on too, I can always watch that. Right. Yeah. Well, the next question we ask everybody, what is your favorite costume designs in superhero movies? Dennis writes, I like the uniform look of the few X-Men movies. The first few X-Men movies. The stuff? Yeah, I guess so. With right. like the, the light uh, X's in there. <laughs> you <expecting> yellow spandex? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Scott Summers. Uh, Dennis also continues, also I'm probably in the mor- minority here, but I like the Amazing Spider-Man costume best out of the three iterations. Hmm. I've uh, really chosen. I've never really thought of like which one is my favorite Spider-Man costume. Like. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I would probably say not Homecoming. I like the suit in Homecoming, but it's not one. Which one, the original suit? Or, or the yeah, <laughs> like his hoodie and like no, that's the, that's the favorite album. I like that. Okay, yeah, that's every, a great every, suit. I was gonna, yeah. Let's yeah. just go with that. Every hoodie incarnation of Spider-Man before he gets a suit <laughs> exactly. is my favorite yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. So, Bonesaw, hoodie and goggles. Yeah. Bonesaw knows. <laughs> oh my leg! <laughs> um, Mark writes, "Gardens of the Galaxy." Topics for discussion: Will a superhero film ever get an Oscar nomination for best costume design? Could that change next year? I would hope so. Like, I really thought Thor Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok or, or Guardians. Guardians yeah. did get a um, yeah. special effects nomination. Right. But, like, there's plenty of stuff going on in these costumes. Jeff Goldblum Doctor has some... Str- Doctor Strange things. is a good one. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. this, I mean, obviously, speaking to this movie, Black right. Panther has great costumes as well. Great costume designs. Um, yeah. Ruth Carter, I believe, is the costume designer. On Those generals, yeah. Uh, Chris uh, writes, uh, film's not great, but Justice League. So oh, For costume design. For costume design. Um, Academy Award winning Justice League, I should yeah. add. Yeah, to Justice? Oh, so oh Suicide, Suicide Squad. Yeah. That's for makeup. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> they made a big yeah. crocodile. Good for them. <laughs> How lame. Which we didn't see underwater. Justin writes, uh, when I saw Batman opening day for the first time, I was in awe. I love that first costume. And when he uh, fell up and stopped in front of the moon, the theater erupted. So he's talking about the Batplane. Uh, it was pretty cool to see that. Also, Star Wars has some pretty costume designs over the years. George writes, Batman Returns. Philip has X-Men First Class. Hmm. The First Class costumes are because they're all retro. Those are like the original, like, like yeah, yeah. yeah. They got the yellow spandex. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I like the very the Batman costumes. Always, you know, are always the Burton soft. ones? Or just all, in general? Yeah, in general. I just okay. like Batman. Yeah. I, I like Rocketeer is a cool one. Rocketeer uh, is, cool. is a you know a sweet costume. He's got yeah. a fighter jacket. And the he's got like the horn, that hood right. on it, yeah. <laughs> and everything. I mean, you never know when he's going to run out of gasoline for his uh, first propeller. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> our next question is: What supervillain has the strongest backstory? And apparently, every listener was like, "I'm going to use a gif," and yeah. they all responded the same way. So for whatever reason, it didn't show up on our page though. Yeah. So okay, Jason writes. Jason gifts. Gifts. Uh, Mister Freeze. Uh, oh, he also added Two Face. Wait, is he is he Mister Freezing Arnold or Mister Freezing Batman cartoon? It's the ba- it's the Batman okay. the animated right. series. Okay. Why not Arnold? <laughs> no, <laughs> everyone chill out. Gifts of Arnold. <laughs> Jay- Jason adds Two Face, which would be my answer. Okay. Uh, Justin has um, the Joker. Hmm. Uh, Philip has the Beast from Sandlot. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> and then John has Magneto. <laughs> I mean, that's a good one too. Magneto killing people in Argentina, dude. That was a great. That was a great part of the movie. Um, do you have any answer for uh, superhero super the best villain. Super, super villain, villain with the strongest super villain with the strongest backstory? Magneto, I, I, I do like good. that one. That's a pretty strong. Solid. Dude. I mean, it continues too. I don't really have one. Wario. 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 Yeah. Classic yeah. super villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we need a backstory. What if we just turn the we'll turn the down? and we reverse the colors? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, he just says, uh, you know, woohoo. Um, that's Mario. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next question. What is your favorite mentor, father, trainer, figure in superhero film? Dennis has Master Splinter. I think uh, Justin added, like, oh, that, that was his, that his answer. Yeah. Master Splinter is a really good answer. Philip has Jim Broadbent in Brooklyn. Now, Master Splinter, are you thinking the... The Tony Shalhoub version of the new films? No! Or the, anim <laughs> the animatronic one? We're or the cartoon? the cartoon? We're thinking the 80s cartoon yeah. and the early first one and two yeah, I'd movies. Yeah, the 1990 Turtles movie. Is yeah. Like preferred Splinter. I mean, he, he knows that Raphael's got a temper in that movie. And he's like, <laughs> my son. But in, but, in, but, in the, but in the Tony Shalhoub he puts version, his hand he's, on he's, his he's offering pizza. From Tony. Pizza Hut, the thing that all New Yorkers eat when they go to Pizza <laughs> Jack Jeeves should lose another head. <laughs> Um. Uh, next question: What are some key changes from the comics and superhero films that you were a big fan of? Jason has Jarvis, Jarvis being a uh, change to an AI in the Iron Man films. Yeah, he was a butler in the comics originally. Dennis has Dennis has the bat nipples. Uh, that's some comedy right there. Uh, Philip has making Heimdall uh, Idris Elba was awesome because it's Idris Elba. That's just a casting choice, isn't it? But it's still a change from the comics. It's mm. traditionally a white Norse god character. Okay. If, you know, the few people were like, oh, that can't change because, yeah. He's Norse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any changes you can think of from comics where you're like, yeah. oh, that's actually a good change? Mm. I would... Um... I don't mind that the guy from uh, The Walking Dead... Is doing it. He's a little smaller than the comic. Okay. He's a little yeah. smaller oh, yeah. than the but than Punisher. But you know, it's not really. I can think about the top of my head. I'm trying to think of ones that like. There's none that I. There's none I really dislike yeah. because I'm not that like whatever. It's a cinematic interpretation. Right, do what right. you need to do. I always. I used to complain more about the Spider-Man films and them being organic web shooters. And like, I like that he created web shooters for one thing. I like the creation. And of also, web just the nature too. of where they're. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> if you have orifices in your body, that's where webs are going to come out of, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's weird. They're not going to grow on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Next question. Favorite gadgets or technology in a superhero film. George writes George, George. George writes George of the Jungle. George, George, George Lantern's George, ring. George writes Green Lantern's ring. That's a good answer. Yeah, it is. Okay. Justin writes always loved everything Batman had. Where does he get all those wonderful toys? But Iron Man tech is also pretty awesome. That's true. Uh, Philip writes Doctor Who's sonic screwdriver. I've never known what that does. I've never seen that show on the regular, so I don't really know what it does. I've seen one episode. It makes makes things happen. Does it? Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, is it a weapon too? Like it kills it's like, people? It's like an. It, I'm speaking out of turn with the Doctor Who fans, but okay. it's kind of an everything device. I'm not going to say it does everything, but it kind of has a universal appeal. Harry Potter's wand? There. there you go. If you want to. Yeah. <laughs> superhero film? He's a superhero. I said gadgets and technology. I mean, oh, you know, okay. I'd say Sword of Gryffindor might be a little bit cooler, though. It shows up whenever you the need it. The sorting hat, guys. <laughs> I'm Gryffindor! <laughs> I've, got to, I've also got to say like a stupid rhyme in front of it too. Oh, the apples smell like cherries more. What what house are you in, Gryffindor? Stop this. Okay. <laughs> Don't encourage. Just saying words. Hey. That was pretty good. Thank you. I was gonna get stuck in my head. Apples s'more. Let's continue with the last live out now show. <laughs> the last question that we asked everybody: What was your favorite one-on-one -on -one fight in a superhero film? Justin has Superman versus Batman. The, the dirty bathroom. Okay. <laughs> Martha. Uh, Brian has Daredevil versus Electra in the park. Oh, oh. Uh, that, that's that's your friend. <laughs> let's spice this up. What's the last one? <laughs> and Philip has Hulk versus Thor in the Avengers. Okay. Why not Thor, Hulk, Hulk versus Thor in, in Ragnarok? That's a fun one. 
Because the one in Avengers is cool, where he's throwing mm-hmm. like on the the soup the helicarrier. That's true. He's, he's like trying to shit. get yeah, trying to get the hammer. The up hammer thing happens. And it's the first time. <laughs> anyway. not, a, not a boring retread <laughs> that nobody came to that movie to see. Uh, mine is be Spider Man, Doctor Octopus, Spider Man Two, easily. Okay. That's like that's a good one. That's a, it's a it's a terrific. Fight. That's a good one. It's like and now like I like the Black Panther like seems to like try to do it where they haven't like the punch in the, punch in the mid air scene where they're like that was that was actually a fun sequence. Was it falling sequ- down the shaft, the mine yeah. shaft? It's a neat sequence, but I was like, that's right out of Spider Man Two where they're on the side of the building, they're just punching each other in the air, yeah. and the music stops, and like, yes, this is a Spider Man yeah. fight right here. There guys. you go. <laughs> well, let's move on. All right, let's see, let's get some questions. This. It's like a running joke from Adam whenever we get together. How do you guys say some fit and trim? What can I say, Adam? What? Diet and exercise, baby. How do you say so fit and trim? Me? Jesus. <laughs> uh, you know, we... For the purpose of the podcast, I'm probably like 160 pounds and ripped. Bro, so I don't know, dude. It's genetics, half genetics. Hella ripped. Hella ripped. Shredded. Muscle milk. Muscle milk. <laughs> All that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. How do you stay so fit and trim? Water? <laughs> I, I always go to the end of rainbows. Makes sense. <laughs> Find little lucky charms. Leprechaun's there. <laughs> see a rainbow, I'm like, let me drive over to it, and then it happens. You don't run over to it? I I, I walk quickly. <laughs> okay. Risk. Philip asks, if a valid purpose arose, would you ever personally be interested in one of those crazy diet workouts to get bulked up like Chris Evans, Michael B. Jordan, Brad Pitt for some for some rules? If a valid pur- purpose arose. Seems like you'd have to be cast for a role. What do you mean? Valid purpose? So, for instance, like, like you know. Or something? <laughs> no, for instance, like, Chris Ev- Chris Pratt was like, hey, I'm going to be in Zero Dark Thirty, so I'm going to get fit. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm also going to be in Guardians. Gave, if they gave me $3 million, I would. Exactly, yeah. That's my answer, too. If they, oh, gave, if they paid me to do it, for sure, why not? There's multi-millions of dollars involved, and the, and the the downside is you have to get into shape. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah well, cool. you know, you got to, like, eat, yeah. like, two, gra- two grams of, You got like, a huge Jackman it? Yeah, and that guy apparently hates his Wolverine sing. diet. I learned to sing. From one of the writers of La La Land comes The Greatest Showman. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they wrote that in the posters. From one of the writers of the songs of La La Land. It's from the writers. Okay, alright. <laughs> and it worked. So City of Stars. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to harmonize there. We're not. Mm. It's, a, it's a solo song. <laughs> Justin writes... With the Oscars coming, do you think they should add a fan vote? No. Seems in the past non-voting members have disagreed with votes. I know there are other awards out there to do such thing. Maybe that may lessen the worth of winning an Oscar. Yes, that's exactly what it would do. It would lessen the worth of an Oscar. I mean, we don't need fan votes. It's not the People's Choice Awards. We have the People's Choice Awards for that. Or the MTV Movie Awards. It's also, I mean, it, it, to, to some degree, it's also like the fans already vote for it, and they're just the Oscar the Oscar nominating group whatever the case is because whenever you read those anonymous things in Hollywood Report it's like this guy didn't even watch all the, the best they're picture nominees they're, yeah they're and he's gonna he's like oh you know Shape of Water is the best movie it's the only one that I saw I was like how that's dare a, you vote on this that's how Bruno Mars won that Grammy. all the Grammys <laughs> hey man he's doing it for all the people who are 5 foot 5 and below should have went to Kendrick Lamar he should have gone to Kendrick Anyway, <laughs> no, there's no need for a, a fan vote Oscar category. The fans can do their thing by seeing the movies they want to. <laughs> That's true. Vote with, vote with your money. Right. Yeah. Or do what I do and vote for Manchester well, by the exactly. Sea. For best vote, picture I mean, last vote, year. Vote, vote for Manchester by the Sea. Vote with your money is a big part of it because that that's how big movies get box office. Go see Ladybird. Yeah. Ladybird has been getting seen. Yeah, it has been. It's yeah. been a, for the year for for films this year with Oscars as far as. 
you know, the smaller movies that get attention, but, like, people don't get to see them. They've done very well. Like, yeah. Phantom Thread has done very well for the size of movie it is. Not a movie you expect to be, like, a blockbuster. Everyone wanted to go see because they heard about a breakfast scene. Well, I think the, uh, the Academy is more... Mm, now, so it's very much, like, Get Out will get nominated hmm. versus... Maybe five years ago, Get Out wouldn't have It helps out that the addition of various people in the Academy right. change it up a bit to even things out. Even the playing field's been more right. to kind of old Star Wars. But they seem to be more knowing of what people are interested in. Yeah, yeah. for sure. All right. That's out of feedback. Feedback, feedback. Feedback. Let's move on now. What's no um, games. What's up? Uh, <laughs> I think you might, you might have a pretty good chance about with I don't one. have the internet. <laughs> Aaron, I think you might be in for a very uh, quick game here. He's really playing. Little did you know, <laughs> Kendrick Lamar sampled Aaron here. I knew, I, I figured yeah. it. Yeah, I've never seen that done in live. He brought it out. Yeah, like he brought the. You've seen it done live. <laughs> was that a xylophone? He brought the, the xylophone, xylophone out. Brought it up. It's a free app. It's hard to. It's hard to pack in a bag. He brought it out. Multiple colors. Customs always <laughs> says, "Hey, by the way, what is this?" Anyway, hey, do you have a game for? Us? I've got a game for you guys. <laughs> it's the IMDb game mm-hmm. where I'm going to name an actor, and you guys try and guess <laughs> the top four movies or TV shows that are in their IMDb description page. Okay. Person who gets the more, most right will get that point for that actor. Is it me versus Aaron? It is you versus Aaron. Shit. It's still random because IMDb is weird as far as like it is. What, what sits on the on their list is like the. Their, so this their, is like the top those top like four. The yeah. top four, yeah. yeah like what and nobody really knows how they're actually you know, figured it's out. A weird metric, so. so it's not foolproof. Here. Yeah, so I'm gonna name an actor from Black Panther, and then uh, we'll start with Marcus here. Marcus, <laughs> what are the top four movies you think are for Andy Serkis? Uh, it's gotta be. Oh. It's got to be um, War for the Planet of the Apes. Okay. It's most recent. Uh, Planet of the Apes. Rise? Uh, ro- no, yeah, okay, no, 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 let me take full, it back. Full titles, let me, please. Let me, let me take it back. Let me take it back. Okay. Uh, we got War. I'm going to say uh, Lord of the Rings, um, Return of the King. Okay. Um, Lord of the Rings to Two Towers, okay. and uh, um, uh, Planet of the Apes. Uh, that uh, I don't know. Still Apes. Still Apes. <laughs> still uh, Rise or Dawn? Uh, Dawn. 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 Okay, gotcha. And Aaron, did I get it right? We'll, we'll, we'll find out. Oh, yeah. I'll say Dawn, War, Return of the King, and that first Hobbit movie. Oh, oh man. Geez, oh, man. man. The first Hobbit movie. Okay, you so know, the great they, news they, is... They sing for three hours and the movie starts? Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. War for the Planets is on there. Or? Return of the King's... Or Return of the King is on there. Dawn is on there. All right. You guys are evenly matched here now. Rises on there. Rises on there also. And you guys did not get that. So uh, I, I the, get that one. I thought the Hobbit, thought the Hobbit might have to go over on that one. Abe gets that one. Forrest Whitaker. Aaron? Forrest Whitaker. Uh, if, you, if you got all these, I'd be really impressed. Rogue One. Okay. Um, crime Game. Okay. It's not going to be Ghost Dog. As long as I want it to be ah, Ghost Dog. That's what I was going to say. I <laughs> don't think it's going to be Ghost You can say it. I don't I'm know. Say Ghost Maybe it is. Um, <clears throat> I guess Black Panther. Okay. 
One more. Uh, last king, last king of Scotland. Okay, and Marcus. Okay, so I'll start off with last king of Scotland. Okay. Uh, Ghost dog. Um, Rogue one. Okay. And um, I guess I got to put the crying game in there. Why do you got it? Because it's a big. It's, 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 it's a, one yeah. of his big movies. I, I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Rogue one is there. <laughs> okay. Last king of Scotland is there. Yeah. Oscar. Crying Game is not in there. Okay. Instead, they have Lee Daniels, Lee Daniels, the butler. Lee Daniels, Lee Daniels, the ah, butler. Come on. And the last one they have is Battlefield Earth. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, I'm not shocked. I'm so, not shocked. So I, I get that one too. <laughs> oh, I, just, I didn't think. I didn't think Battlefield Earth. Who thinks Battlefield Earth? Next one here, Angela Bassett. Um, this one's kind of an interesting one. Geez, I, I, I gotta guess. Who, who's going first? Uh, Marcus. Uh, I'm gonna guess. Do they just have movies up there? These are just movies. Yes. Oh, you're saying that was just movies? Yeah. No, I was, I, I was gonna say American some, Horror Story. TV in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, American these are Wars. just movies. Um. Oh, jeez. What the hell is Angela Bassett? It's gonna be like 1990s. <laughs> oh, shut um, up. Um, could be. <laughs> let's see. You got this. I really don't. Um. I have no clue. I'm, I'm going to give you a hint one. here. I'm, no. Okay. <laughs> have, have, okay. Oh, you can you can pass, and then you can take uh, second Fuck, after that? Aaron. I got some ideas. Rang low on him. Yeah, <laughs> I got some ideas. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I Aaron. Uh, I'll I'll throw what's love got to do with it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. I don't think Chirac. Will be are you, are you saying Chirac? I'm not saying Chirac. Okay. I don't think it would be in there. Um, yeah, what else? Like, what hype? I'll say Black Panther. Okay. Black Panther? <laughs> Black Panther. Okay. I should have said Black Panther. Um, you should have. I, um, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> come, on. Um, come on. Come on. American Two Wars. more. Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Yeah. Is there some other spike one? I'll just say Chirac. Chirac. Take too much time. Uh, Marcus? Uh, I'll just put Black Panther. Black Panther. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just gotta keep moving. Uh, Malcolm okay. X can't. I don't think Malcolm X. I'll pass. Okay. Alright. So, Aaron, you win that one because what's love got to do with it is in there. Nice. Nobody else got anything right. Strange days. Oh, strange days. Olympus has fallen, where she gets impaled by like (laughs) a helicopter rotor. And contact. Oh wow! I hear it. All right. I know. I wouldn't have guessed that either. Pretty random. So Aaron, you got that one. I didn't. I was surprised of the ones that what what love has to do with it is still in there. Yeah. (laughs) The other options that were there that I also said. Okay, here we go. Daniel Kaluuya. Okay, get out. Okay. And these are only movies? These are uh, only movies. Well, I mean, like, you know, they, I am giving you the, the... I'm trimming it down by saying, yes, only movies, but IMDb does do TV shows as well. But in this case, yes. That's not helpful at all. He's asking. Like, <laughs> no, it's not like a... a, a no TV shows. Okay, no TV shows. All right, I don't really know him for that much. Um, get Out. I said Get Out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll put uh, Black Panther in there. Okay. Um, I gotta pass. Yeah, so you got two out of the four. Okay. Get out, Black Panther. Um, 
So it's not black mirror, apparently. Um, <laughs> or or uh, skins. <laughs> or skins, huh? <laughs> There's something else that I saw. Mm-hmm. Too, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure what that is. I know. <laughs> All you need is one more to win. I know. Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. What is this thing? <laughs> When you guys hear it, you're going to be like, God fucking damn it. Maybe. Are you done? You finished or you done? I don't want to take too much time. Keep going. What is it? So you guys are tied. It's Get Out and Black Panther on there. Sicario. Sicario. Oh! There it is. It's, it's the partner. Uh, FBI definitely, agent. Definitely yeah. Partner. And the last one is Johnny English Reborn. What? Okay. Uh, yeah, I remember skinning that. All right. Next one here. Martin Freeman. Uh, Aaron. Um, <clears throat> which Hobbit movie? All of them. Um, is it only movies? It's only movies, I'll give you that. Okay. The Enchanted Forest. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's do... Hmm. Mm. I'll say Battle of Five Armies. Okay. I'm surprised that you actually know that oh, this, uh, this so yeah. well, when push comes to shove and I think that's as challenging as games I need to make sure I get the right titles in there. okay that's correct um, I mean the title is correct Civil War okay it's IMDB so it's like geeks doing this too <laughs> or computers <laughs> I'll say the world's end the world's end and it's not going to be so I'll say I'll say the first Hobbit movie. Okay. What's, what's the first one Hobbit movie? I don't know. An unexpected so, journey. Unexpected journey. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say Love Actually. You're gonna say Love I'm Actually. Say Love Actually. Does wait? Okay. So does that Sherlock? That's not. Thing that's no, no, come those up, would be TV. But the, the, yeah. the Snowman one? No. Nah, oh, no. Oh, the Abominable Bride? No. Okay. <laughs> the Snowman <laughs> Bride. <laughs> The Snowman. The Office yeah. Christmas Special. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a great Christmas special. It is. The yeah. Hobbit. Uh, an unexpected okay. journey. Yeah. <laughs> Unchained melody. Okay. Um, uh, Civil War. Civil War. Um, and I think that's all I got. Marcus. What? How dare you. Okay. What I hit. Battle of Five Armies is on there. What? Battle of Five Armies is on there? Unexpected Journey is on there. Nice. Dude. Desolation of Smog is also ah. on there. <laughs> Smog. And Black Panther. Oh, I, 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 thought, I thought Civil War would win it out still. So in this case, <laughs> you actually do get the point on this one, Aaron. Yeah. Yep. God damn. Uh, two more here. Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Marcus first. Marcus. Okay, I got Fruitvale Station. Okay. Oh, jeez, he did. Is it all movies? Terrible one list. <laughs> Are any TV? Because you said this. No, no, no. Shut up about the TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What's that one where he was with uh, the guy from... Uh, that thing with the stuff. The thing with the stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, no. The, the high school musical kid. Um, oh, yeah, that one. No, I know, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't even know what it's called, though. All okay. three of those guys have gone on to do really good things. Okay, uh, Black Panther... Um, uh-huh. uh, get on up. Um, get on up. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, Michael I'm thinking Chaz. Yeah. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Creed. Uh huh. Um, 
that one. One more. I want where you could pass. Where's Wallace? Uh... <laughs> That'd be great if the wire was on here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, no, pass. All right. He's got three. Creed, easily. Creed. Yeah. Um, I guess it's a chronicle. Okay. That's, ah! that's not the one you were thinking of. No, no that's not the one I was thinking you're, of. You're thinking of that awkward moment. That yeah, awkward uh, moment. Which I yeah. still don't think is going to be on there, so I'll save Black Panther, uh -huh. and then I'll hope it's Fruitville Station. Uh, okay. So the great news is you guys are tied on this one. You got three for three? Because, well, those, <laughs> yeah, the three out of four. So you guys have Creed, you guys have Fruitvale Station, Black Panther. So you got the Cooglers. Fantastic Four! Oh. Fan for Tor, Fan for Tor, Fan for Four. Yeah. Oh. So, I get that one. Fan Last one here. Chadwick Boseman. Um, okay. Uh, Aaron. Black Panther. Uh-huh. Civil War. Uh-huh. 42. Uh-huh. I guess I'll go get on up. Okay. And Marcus. Black Panther, get on up. 42... And wait, Black Panther, forty-two, forty-two, 42 get, get on, on up. A... Um, that that uh, third Marshall movie couldn't be on there. Marshall, I'll go Marshall. Aaron, you got all four. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall, it is Civil War forty-two, Black Panther, and get on up. And with that, Aaron, you have won this week's game of IMDb Black Panther cast. <laughs> with a celebratory handshake. Congratulations all around. All right. What kind of crap is this? Hey. <laughs> challenging, challenging game. There you go. Put in our efforts. <laughs> the best thing that Come. came out of this is we all remembered what the Hobbit titles are. Unexpected Journey. Unexpected Journey. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's start wrapping things up here. Let's do a little after what's out now. What's out now. These movies are coming out on Blu-ray or DVD this week. First up, Daddy's Home 2. Don't see no. it. No, I heard it was bad. I, I did not see it. Yeah, I did not like Daddy no, Home once. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, next up, the Florida Project. Yeah, I see it. I mean, like, no, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> Some people might not like it, but you know, it's it's if you liked uh, his other work, Tan Tangerine, Tangerine, yeah, then you'll like it. It's slice of life. It's, kind of it's like yeah, slice of life aspect. It's like they're very different. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. There's no transvestites. Uh, next up, the star. This is the animated one about the about, about um the baby Jesus, like the white the wise men and all. They're all animals. <laughs> okay. It's all animals voicing it. Doesn't this have like a star-studded cast or something? like It that? has people in it. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, it's got it's people. Like this, like, Keith Michael Key, I think's in there. And um, yes, that's what I was talking about. Amy Poehler, I think maybe in there. Like this, yeah. There's like probably oh, wow. right, comedians in that one. Yeah. Who plays the camel? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe. That <laughs> <laughs> was um, the other Daniel Kaluuya one. I <laughs> uh, mom, and, mom and Dad. What's that one about? This is the film oh. with Nick Cage and Selma Blair from um, Brian, one of the guys that did the Crank movies. Okay. Yes. Um, and it's like the mom and the, all the moms and dads go crazy. Oh, okay. And, like, the kids are defending themselves. I gotcha. didn't want to see this. It has Nick Cage going crazy. Yeah. So um, you know, generally I'm bored with Nick Cage going crazy. I heard that he said this was his favorite movie to make, and that's yeah. shocking. But you know, not surprised. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Same kind of different as me. I think Jaimon was in that movie. Jaimon not too. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. On Shout Factor this week, um, we have two, I think, neo-noirs. Uh, Farewell, My Lovely, and The Big Sleep. Big Sleep is a remake of The Big Sleep. Mm -hmm. um, with, oh, God, is it um, 
Mitchum. I think Mike Mitchum. Uh, Robert Mitchum. Uh, Best Shot Factory releases. Um, on Criterion this week, we have um, An Actor's Revenge and The Hero, which is a Satya Ray film. So if you're a Criterion fan, got some new classes coming out. Uh, Midnight Texas Season 1. That was a show on NBC the past summer. Was watched. Sounds great. <laughs> and I'm on Twilight Time, Manhattan Murder Mystery, old Woody Allen film with him and Diane Keaton, Alan Alda, and Jellica Houston. Yeah. Triple M. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what's out now. Let's see. Extremely cool. These things that are coming out on Netflix um, and Prime this week streaming. First up, Chris Rock's Tambourine is now on Netflix. We mentioned that already. That's it. Um, the Joel McHale Show with Joel McHale. It's a new uh, weekly talk show. It's kind of like The Soup, but for Netflix, right? I don't know what the format is exactly, okay. but it's his own talk show that's on. Uh, Netflix now, so it starts this tonight. We've got the day recording. Good job, Joe. Uh, Joe McHale is on show again. Um, Irreplaceable You, I believe Goo and Mouth Ra is in this one. It's like a cool. romantic drama on Netflix, huh. a new Netflix movie. Um, this one I wrote because of the cast involved. Blood Money, it stars Edler Coltrane of Boyhood. Boyhood. And John Cusack. And it's like people that go like hunting, and then John Cusack, like he's a prisoner that escaped, and he's like going after them in the woods somewhere. And it's, oh, who's the director? There's like some What's oh, the director? What's the director? The director is Lucky McKee, who did this horror movie, oh, May. Yeah, that was a big fan yeah. of. Yeah. And it's like, it just seems so random because Eller Coltrane's the star yeah. of it. And John, uh, Blood Money. Is what Blood Money. Okay. That's on Netflix now. It's probably just a cheap thriller, but it's like, well, it's got people. Yeah. <laughs> like, Lucky McKee's still working? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you didn't get the, the Ryan, Ryan Johnson, but Ryan Johnson was the cinematographer on May, or one of the editors on May. So, May, I yeah. kind of have an affinity for May. May's a solid little horror yeah, movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, and lastly, I noticed on Netflix, Lincoln. Lincoln's coming on Netflix this month. Right. Yeah. It's just a great movie. <laughs> yeah. um, no vampires, though. Not enough. On, uh, <laughs> on Amazon Prime this enough. week, a few notable releases. Uh, Mozart in the Jungle Season 4, if you're a fan of that show. It's already Season 4? Season 4. Yeah, Do people watch that? Yeah. It's on Season 4. Yeah, good job. Uh, uh, Bernard. Yeah. won like, two Golden Globes for that right. show. Yeah. Um, but also on, Netflix, or on, on Amazon Prime, Logan Lucky and Good Time. Wow. Amazon Prime. There you go. Those are movies that I really like. <laughs> Good Time was on my top ten list. Logan Lucky's a lot of fun. No reason not to see those. They're on Amazon Prime. It's just got easier. That is true. That is true. All right. Next week's show. Next week we'll be talking Annihilation. Yes! I'm excited. But, because of what Aaron said about how, how people thought that it was like too smart for them. It was like, why? Why would yeah, you be There's a famous test audience screening where it was too complex, apparently. Yeah. So it's like, no. Yeah, Annihilation will be the film that we talk next week. Excited. Last thing we do here, what should people go and see in theaters right now? And what do you plan to see next? Marcus, what should people see in theaters right now? Come on, Black Panther. Okay. Yeah. Black Panther. IMAX. Uh, if an, is Annihilation out? Uh, yeah, it's a wide release right. next week. Yeah. yeah, I'm seeing it, man. Boom. I'm seeing it. Uh, if you can't get a ticket to go see Black Panther, go see Lady Bird. And then, uh, yeah, definitely going to see Annihilation next. Yeah, Black Panther. Phantom Thread. Uh, I keep thinking about Phantom Thread That's, quite a bit. I, I think about my, the soundtrack and score all the time. It keeps, it's, I feel like every time I think about it, I feel like I underrated it. Like it should oh, be really? higher on my list. Yeah. Like, well, every time I get it close, I'm like, you know, you can sew anything into the lining of a garment. <laughs> <laughs> That's people walk away from it. Like, I'm going to go to the next bar car now, if they're sir. <laughs> uh, yeah, Annihilation is the film that I'm seeing next. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to Annihilation quite a bit. Same. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to go see Black Panther again, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that, with all that said, guys, that's going to do it for this week's episode about Now Theron and Abe. You can find more of my work at thecodazeek.com. All my reviews pop up there. You can also find me on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. You can find more fun stuff over my Instagram, OakleyDokley, and Twitter.com slash Moose. Hashtag Letitia Wright, marry me. And uh, Marcus, <laughs> Robinson. Marcus Robinson. Marcus Robinson. Where can people find more of your work online? <laughs> 
Um, follow me on Twitter at uh, Movies Marcus, and I'm going to actually start writing today. Backup writing. Today. All right. Uh, follow me on for the paper on uh, blog. Okay, my blog um, at Movies Marcus. Great. You can find all the other episodes about now through enable right now. You can find all the other episodes about now through enable over on iTunes as well as on Audio Boom. You can also listen to our old episodes over HHWD, SoundCloud, and Podomatic. Feel free to email us at outnowpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can write on our Facebook wall, facebook.com slash outnowpodcast, or twitter.com slash underscore podcast. And if you like to, uh, Black Panther and agree with what we were saying or have any other thoughts, doesn't matter. Just send us that gif of Chad with Bozeman going boom over at outnowpodcast.tumblr.com. Does he do that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marcus, thank you very much for thank joining you. us today. Thank you. Yeah. It was a wonderful in this, in this like, live episode. Text, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Well, great having you. Great doing a show like this live and everything. Look forward to doing more of these kind of things in the future. And now, yeah, now we can write our buddy cat movie together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Get, get, the, get that outline going. <laughs> the straw man. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Until next time, we find out just what's in the shimmer. That's going to do it. So, until then, so long and goodbye. Guys are leaving the the, car- the caravan. Ruff, 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 ruff. Uh, uh, Flashlights uh, pan up. <laughs> Shit, it's Black Panther. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Step in the spotlight. <laughs> Step in the spotlight. <laughs> wow. This is my kingdom. <laughs> uh, I have that music. Whatever, that, whatever Killmonger the, says. That's the intro. You're using that intro. We're gonna, we're gonna, re- re- I'm gonna rebuild this world in my vision. I'm gonna burn it all. <laughs> there you go. He's Mar- he's, he's Kylo Ren. I'm gonna burn it all. <laughs> and then awesome Black Panther sequence with like the the sparks. <laughs> February. Oh, <laughs> that's good.